For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. I am Nate, uh, sitting here with Aaron Weber, Brian Bates. Uh, hello, folks. Welcome to... All right, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, the rhythm's not there. Uh, Helix. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Nate, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Also, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders, and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Nate. So put that in, get 200 bucks off, get a great mattress, and sleep wonderfully. Uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, we're excited for you to be here, uh, and we're going to, uh, let's just get into it. I'd like to get, I get, get right into it. I've noticed a lot with Zoom interviews on, uh, if you watch anything on TV with a Zoom interview, uh, they need to get rid of thanks for coming. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. You ever see the, the interviews? Just They should say, the producer should say, hey, he might say thanks for coming because obviously he should, whoever's the host of the show, and you just nod yes. Right. Because mm -hmm. it's always a delay. Like It always goes, he goes, and we're going to talk to this person. Uh, to Aaron, thanks for coming. Then there's a delete. And then if, right then the person starts to think, so when did you? Thank you for having me. And go, oh, okay. Just clunky. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Do it and ask me a question. Like, say. Nate, what do you feel like? No, uh, no. Just say we're going to interview Nate, and then I'll show you how they do it. Uh, well, today we have Nate Bargatze as our guest. Uh, Nate, thanks for coming. I'd like to uh, ask you your thoughts. Thanks on for having me. <laughs> thanks for being here. I'd like to ask Thank you. you. Oh. Uh, your thoughts on this week's Masters. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And that's what it is. I mean, it's just multiple <laughs> out of the gate. Like, and you're watching it like, oh, just everybody, please quit talking. Yeah. Please. There's no need to. And then when they leave, all right, thanks for coming. And the, there's a pause. I mean, there's a good three seconds, yeah. which is valuable TV time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of just thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Thank, thank, thanks for going. Satellite interviews can be like that too. And you, you mentioned once you got to cut out the small chit chat. Yeah. Have long answers or not at all. Yeah. Just get into it. You know, Dan Patrick always does, which I'm an enormous Dan Patrick fan. Dan Patrick was always very good at 
talking and just, you know, he'd be like, the person's on the line and they answer and he goes, oh, and this, this guy, you know, uh, Reggie Miller with the NBA, he's been a long friend of ours. Reggie, they were, I was thinking about why are they, you know, why is LeBron James going to Los Angeles? Like, like he just starts with the question and the people that are on the show a lot know it, but the new people that they're, he'll just, I mean, full on questions asked, you know. Hey, do you think the Titans have a really good uh, chance to get the Super Bowl this year? Or, I mean, how are they feeling down there? Uh, Dan, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I think, and you're like, ah, you're like, just go with it, dude. Like, but it, it's we're it's a very nice thing because it's just where everybody's being polite. But unless you're in the room, if you're in the room, you can do it. If you're on Zoom or something like that, got to get rid of it. Yeah, got to get rid of it. Uh, all right. Uh, Kurt, first uh, comment. Comments from are they from YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, uh, reviews, and Nate Land at natebargetzi.com. You can email us any of those. Uh, Curtis Watkins, Nate, Aaron, and Battleship. You guys give me a true escape from the world's ugly noise, and I look forward to it every Wednesday. Thank you. Quick, weird question Do you guys swear outside of work? Bates has got a bit of a mouth on him, <laughs> yeah, but it's a problem. Uh, I try not to. I mean, you know, my mom's listening, so no, yeah. I don't ever. Uh, but no, I don't think, not really. No one does. I mean, I'm sure sometimes I can get, you can get around some comics. If you get around New York comics, it, you kind of, it feels like you're, you know, like a sailor just getting back <laughs> with a, but yeah, no, you try, that's a big thing. If anybody ever wants to start comedy, you want to be a clean comedian, first thing you can do that you can do every day, tr- do not swear in regular life. If you want to get rid of swearing in your act, if you're a comic, quit swearing in regular life. I would almost say, even if you do want to swear in your act, you should still try to not do it in regular life. There's little things that I try not to do as in regular, like I I like, I say like all the time and like, like, you know, and I've tried to consciously in the past month, I've kind of just started trying to not do it. And I still do it. I can't not. It's very hard to do. It takes a long time, but you should practice it in your regular speech. Chris Radcliffe. Hello, host. Nate, your <laughs> rant on celebrities and voting was spot on. Whenever a celebrity talks about voting, I li- literally have the same rant in my head. It's unbelievable. Uh, Radcliffe gets it. <laughs> I like him. That's, yeah. I was worried about saying that. After I, after I said it, I was like, I don't know. I mean, especially, you know, people are going to care. You know, just it's yelling about something, but it is true. Their celebrities are the worst. Uh, <laughs> Nat, when celebrities urge people to vote and describe the process, they aren't assuming people are dumb. They are trying to normalize it and convince people how important it is because so many people are ambivalent. <laughs> God, that was a lot. He did that on purpose. Nat, you're probably innate, and you, you threw me under the – I mean, that was – he got that one in there real good. Oh, yeah. Am- ambivalent? Ambivalent. Ambivalent. I know that word. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the word that I was saying. When I said ambivalent, I was like, well, that's, I mean, this guy, what are you, the smartest guy? No, what's the word? Ambivalent. Oh, I, mean, I don't really know what it means, but I've heard it. Uh, what does it mean? It means like, don't care one way or the other. Okay. Yeah. That's not a very... That's not a good word for the meaning of don't care one way or another. That's, you know, it's a very hard word for it to just be like, it doesn't really matter, man. <laughs> That's what the meaning is. 
Is that not kind of crazy? <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Why would that word be so ridiculous? Right. It's like abbreviations, a very long word to yeah. describe something. Yeah. That's short. To go, you know? what is that? Short and stuff. Right. Well, that's stupid. And they go, well, yeah, I know. Yeah. Holly Carter. I was kind of nervous when I saw that you all were talking about a potentially controversial topic this week, yet in typical Nate Land fashion. You all opened with the McDonald's hot coffee lawsuit and then proceeded to talk about daylight savings time. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Holly. That's what we do. Yeah. We we get you into going, oh, where's this going to go? And I promise it's going nowhere. <laughs> I think if we talked about voting, I, I did want like, oh, like old elections. I guarantee I could talk about it and never talk about this one. Right. Just because it's fun. I looked up like landslide. I was like one day looking at it. Uh, Reagan won some big ones. Yeah, he won all the one I can, state. Yeah. I can remember that. Yeah, he won all the one state. That's yeah. crazy. Did I'm Nixon crazy. do that too? Nixon won 49 states? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, that stuff's kind of crazy. Like, if someone just domination. Yeah. It's hard to imagine that much of the country agreeing on something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It feels weird. Um, Different time. Yeah. Dan Wood. Until this episode, I still thought that McDonald lawsuit was silly. The more you know... That's true. That's, I mean, how many people think that still? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was too. I thought it was too. Uh, and then that, it makes sense. Ryan Cotton, you guys got to stop playing with the papers so much. Aaron and Nate, you don't even read then. <laughs> uh, Aaron and Nate, you don't even read. Then you just make sure they are consistently straight. <laughs> Quaker Oats isn't so bad. <laughs> well, now we got Quaker Oats that has papers. I know. That's because he didn't have papers. But now he does. No, I had see, them. You just... You're going to see how fun this kind of is. Uh-huh. But I'll get rid of them. I'll throw them away. I'll throw them. Just open that window. That'll be part of the segment is when we're done, we open the window and I throw them out of my backyard. I litter in my backyard. <laughs> Catherine Klein. It's a good name. Catherine Klein. Mm. I wonder if that's her name or if she married into it. She married into it. She did real good. She could have chose the guy for the name. Catherine Klein. Is that not a good name? Yeah. It's an alliteration. Kinda Feels good. Catherine Klein. Hard. Here's Catherine Klein. You'd yeah. be like, oh. Uh. Yeah. You don't even know what she does. And if she walked in, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, you'd kind of hey, straighten up a little how bit. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. so this is Miss Catherine Klein. Wow. Nice to meet you. I've heard a lot about you. Nate asking beef stick questions <laughs> about daylight savings was like watching Michael Scott ask Pam Landlord what she does with the checks. That's so. What fun. was that That's one? Funny. Do you the, remember that? It's when he went on the blind date with yeah. Pam's landlord. Yeah. <laughs> He's so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "All right, what do you do you, when you collect the rent?" Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "You want me to tell you what I do with yeah. the money?" He's yeah. like, "Look, I'm just trying to make conversation." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it's her fault. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very good episode. Isn't that where he goes? It was like talking to the sweet old lady on the bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Tells incredibly that. rude. That's yeah. incredibly rude. <laughs> yeah, she's a yeah. She nailed that analogy. She nailed, that is a great one. That's like when his wife, or when he's dating Pam, Pam's mom, finds out how old yeah. old she is. That's yeah. another. Just him, just doing the math in his head <laughs> of going. Well, I still want to do stuff. I want to hike. I mean, stuff that you can't do anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Joshua Tincher. Hello, folks. Hello, Nate, Aaron, and Buford. My dog man story. This is Kevin. This has always been waiting for. Yeah. He's going to love this. My dog went story. In 2006 in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, me, my brother, and two friends were 
walking in the back of an unfinished neighborhood in the black man community. Black black man. That sounds much better than that, man. <laughs> I mean, that sounds. <laughs> You're like, where's this yeah, going? Yeah, I was like, oh my god, that's crazy. Unfinished neighborhood in the black man community. Like, oh, what is this podcast? That's, I mean, that's crazy. Oh, How man. you say that is super important. That's a very important. I should have got some heads up. I should have been briefed before we got to that one. Wow. <laughs> uh, black men count. Yeah. That's not community. That sounds so much better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the back of an unfinished neighborhood in the black men community, and my friend noticed a huge, oddly shaped dog on all fours walking at a normal pace. When my friend drew our attention to it, I was so astonished and curious. I tried to get closer to it, but it got up on two feet and went into a full sprint. I tried to chase it, but it disappeared <laughs> in some nearby woods. We joked around about it to this day, but never really told other people because we know how crazy it sounded. Love the podcast. Can't get enough. God bless. Well, Joshua Tincher, you're about to have someone reach out to you. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that, this, that's what he's been wanting. He said, I bet there's going to be people in the comment. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Anybody else got a dogman story? Let us know. That's super fun. Mm. Got up on two. That one, you can't, you can't say dogman for that one. Dogman. Dogman. <laughs> yeah, you, you just said dogman. <laughs> that's what sent me in the direction. Okay. Of right. Dogman. Right. Sent me into, you know, in the black man community. Uh, it's kind of a sweet moment when somebody opens up about stories like this because they're yeah. like, they He's know nervous. there's there's it's a judgment free zone. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I hope you're right. And he, he, you're gonna see something. He saw it. What did they find out? They're like, oh, we were pretty drunk. But <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, to go up on two feet and run in a full sprint. That's Man. crazy. And he said he tried to chase it. I mean, this guy's insane. Yeah. Well, he ran after it. In the Blackman community, they, <laughs> they're running in some woods, man. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah. They're not scared. I mean, you ever see, there's a video of a, I just saw some gigantic snake in wherever, you know, some other country. Amazon. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And a guy's pulling it in the boat. The guy's trying to pull it in the boat. I mean, this snake is a hundred feet long. He just <laughs> grabs it like it's a gardener snake. I mean, there's just guys that are like that. Yeah. Crazy. They just don't care. And this Joshua is one. He's <laughs> I mean, to chase it. <laughs> That's what we need though, for the Bigfoot people. We need people like that. It's yeah. Run after something uh -huh. like that. <laughs> wow. David Ramsey. Is it Dave Ramsey? I doubt it. Uh, maybe he just doesn't want... This is enough to throw you off. Based on the first sentence, I don't think so. David Ramsey. I was born in the 70s. I remember my dad buying several different cars. Yeah, that's not David. And the first thing he did was literally cut the seatbelts out of them. He didn't just push them into the seat. He cut them out and disabled the buzzer sound. We weren't big on safety in our house. That is not Dave. That's like a sentence... If you said, prove you're not Dave Ramsey, and he goes, okay. <laughs> and then he makes that sentence. If people are listening, and they, I think a lot of people know Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey's a financial guy. He's better been, than I deserve. Isn't that what he says? I'm doing yeah. better than, yeah, better than I deserve. Yeah. Uh, started golfing, too, a little bit, hmm. uh, from what, I, what I've heard. But he, 
I moved him once too when I moved people uh, a couple days ago. <laughs> but they he did. Uh, they, a lot of people don't know if they don't know Dave Ramsey. That's all. That's all I'm saying is who he is. He's a big financial guy. He's been around. He's national, but I think he's everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's syndicated. Talks about. He's my favorite calls or people when they call into him and they say because they call in and they go uh, their problems are all the same <laughs> where they don't have money we need help with money and he goes all right so what what's the situation is like i've got five credit cards <laughs> on two boats you know yeah he goes, how much money do you make he's like well, not i mean we don't <laughs> i work part-time and you're like <sighs> and he just has to sit all right here we go and then he i mean every advice is the same i mean yeah. some people are calling about real i'm trying to buy my first house or whatever and he, I mean, you're not going. If you call, you're not going to have fun. His answers are never fun. Yeah, he's very anti credit card, right? Isn't yeah. That one oh of yeah. Those big things. Yeah. Cut him up. Cut him up. He's uh, cut him up. Oh yeah. People cut him. People call in and cut him up. I seems they, a little. I'm on a theatrical. Why can't you just throw it away? Because it's the the point of it is you were oh, you okay. It's like a symbolic. You, this thing ruled you. This credit card. You wow. know, you've been you bought all this stuff. You've been paying it off. Oh, you forever. cut it off when you're done paying off the car. Yeah, yeah, okay. and then you're you go. I'm I'm debt free. Is the you want to be debt free? Is mm -hmm. the main thing. It's not a bad thing to be, but it's definitely not a. I mean, you're not calling in that. You don't call in a Dave Ramsey to him to go go have fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no answer is fun. You could be. I, I you could call in and go. I have one billion dollars, and he'd be like, you should get rid of your credit cards. You don't need them, and you'd be like, well, I just I have a billion dollars. You don't throw. You don't cut yours up when you throw them away. I don't know if I've ever thrown one away. These two, you just got them. I just, I'm on my first ever credit card. Okay, I'm yeah, it. I mean, it's a good yeah. time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's the yeah. You just haven't had. You I, just got yeah. it now. I got one the yeah, like yeah. two years ago. Yeah, I've had a debit card, but a credit card is my first. Yeah, yeah, for a couple years. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember your first credit card? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Was there? What did you? I mean, I remember paying by check. Check was a gigantic thing. You had a, you carried your checkbook around. Mm -hmm. I remember having to. You'd balance your checkbook. Do people mm -hmm. still balance their checkbooks? Uh, older people do. Yeah, my mom does. Oh, you yeah. wanted to thank me, but do now you? no, you I never really did. Yeah, I was never that organized. You carried your checkbook around with you, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm trying to think. I think I. I think I did at when I was. 18, 19, okay. like right around then. If you went to you like paid a, a lot or a restaurant, you just bring a checkbook with you? Not there. Not there. But I remember I would write checks to Walmart. You could write a check for Walmart to get cash back. Yeah. Okay. So you'd write over. And then that was, as a teenager, you would do that, even though knowing I don't have that money in there. Uh -huh. But I'd still get $20. And then you're, then you're overdraft or whatever. You know, you just would hope you have $20 in there. Yeah. And so you'd go in there and write a check and then over it. And then they'd be like, you know. But I remember doing that a lot. Mm -hmm. I've written maybe five checks my whole life. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't anymore. Or mm -hmm. we write checks. If I pay someone for the road, I, we have a check. We have checks for that, that we have to write people checks. But you still get paid in checks. I get paid in checks a lot, mm -hmm. yeah, but I'm not making them. Direct deposit is starting to become a big thing. Apparently, it's going to catch on. Uh, Grace Sloan. I, I, I love how David Ramsey, we never even commented on his comment. Oh, we just yeah. talked about Dave Ramsey for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. David Ramsey, his parents, yeah, they cut the seatbelts. That, that is a legit, that's a guy that, you know, it's it's funny to go. I bet if you talk to his dad now, it's like, 
why did you cut them out? He's like, I don't know. That was, you know, but it was just what you did. The buzzer is what drives you crazy enough to then cut the seatbelts. Yeah. If there was no buzzer, I bet he doesn't cut seatbelts. But the buzzer is enough to, you know what? He tried that first, probably. That didn't work. And so then he had to disable the buzzer. I do think there shouldn't be a buzzer. My uh, turn signal is pretty loud. I wish I could turn that down. I would love the, that. The click? Yeah. It's a, it's a mm. lot. And I don't want to use it as much. Because it's that loud. Yeah. If I'm on the phone, someone goes, what's that? I go, it's my turn signal. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's a, it's a loud turn signal. And it should be tall. It should be toned down. I mean, I don't know what, you know, what are you telling me for? I was, in, I was very involved in turning this turn signal on. <laughs> Grace Sloan. Thank you, Aaron, for being the only not married man in the room and still actually somewhat understanding women. Obviously women are allowed to be bigger than men. Childbirth changes a woman's entire body chemistry. Like, honestly, you think men should be cut more slack for sitting around eating gummy worms and playing golf while the <laughs> women are over here pooping out eight-pound humans? <laughs> honestly, I'm shocked. Aside from the hilariously ridiculous oversight, I truly love the podcast, a funny and innocent escape from a truly insane world. Uh, all right. This was well, about the Japan measuring, yeah. which yeah. I said Aaron was probably right. Yeah. That women, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure. But what so was they're allowed about. to just get bigger for pregnancy. Are they saying they they don't because it's like they don't come back? Well, someone pointed out women's bodies are just shaped different. They got birthing hips, so a woman could still be smaller so than if us, you're doing but a have waist. but have wider hips. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so that you, makes a lot of sense. You give now. them a little more wiggle room. It's yeah. like a bridge. well, they're just their hips. Their hips could be bigger. Yeah, yeah. they could be way skinnier. But they have giant hips. That's why women, I think, usually go in sizes like two, four, six. They're not buying 30. 40 because they, they don't want to say I wear 40. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. Because they, that's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what size do you need? I need a 42. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, woo. All right. Uh, all right. That's funny. All right, she wins. Yeah, I do eat gummy worms and play golf. <laughs> Did those things this weekend. Uh, so, but I'm a, a size. No, I don't know. I'm 34, which is respectable. Uh, 32 is what you. That's where it gets you get good. Aaron, what are you? Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Yikes! Let's go around the room, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I like to play that. You always end up playing that game. It's always someone. Let's go around the room, everybody, and then uh, it's a. But it always it always is two people. Then one person's like, "Well, this is no not fun." <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. never the person that's would not want to say it. But you're just a big dude. Yeah, man. You got your jacket on. Today. <laughs> I, st- I got the jacket on, dude. This is what I'm talking about. I feel powerful in it. To be honest, with this you. is what having a credit it card works. will do. Yeah, this is. Kurt <laughs> I Bush. A, I got a credit card. Next thing you know, I'll buy a NASCAR jacket. I mean, yeah, this is Dave Ramsey. This is what he imagined. Mm-hmm. He imagines everybody that calls in, they're doing. That's what he thinks when they call <laughs> in and they say, What do you got? I got, uh, just bought two boats. Oh, you live on the water? No, nah, but be honest, you're not that close. And, <laughs> uh, and they imagine the guy sitting in his kitchen. With that hat and jacket with on. a bush light NASCAR jacket. <laughs> we just can't seem got five liens on my house. I don't even really know what those are, I don't but I, they're not good. <laughs> they're not good. 
I've learned that. I had to ask someone. I have to ask my neighbors stuff like that, which is kind of like crazy. What a lien is? Yeah. Isn't a lien where the government takes it from you? No, you don't want liens against your house, which means you over I think you the took bank- money off your house or something. You got money something with the bank. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not good. I, know I have like to a, ask my neighbors all this stuff. It's kind of reverse mortgage. Remember reverse mortgage. Yeah, Fred well, Thompson kept trying to get me to do those. I think Tom yeah. Selleck does it now. He oh, does yeah? reverse mortgage. I think so. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I always have to ask. I'm like, what's, you know, I try to ask in a way. I'm like, yeah, he's like, there's probably got a couple liens on it. I was like, that's crazy. Dude. What's, <laughs> hey, what, what would people say liens are? Like, how would you describe Explain it, it to me like a five-year-old. Yeah. 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 Uh, Luana Rodriguez. Right? Rodriguez. Yep. Luana. Luana Rodriguez. I've lived in Germany and I've been on the Autobahn in the fast lane cruising at about 90 miles per hour. And a Mercedes got on our tail, flashed his lights, and we moved over and he flew by us. My dad thought it would be cool to catch up and blew the engine to our American made car. (laughs) That's crazy. I mean, that's just like sitting there flying, dude. Autobahn, 90, 90, and he's like, come on. 90 would be the Autobahn. You got to be like, that's like going 40 on our interstates. Man, mm. just flying that fast. What if you took it every day? Like if you lived where you could take it, that was like your interstate. I think it is there. People comment, it's just like the highway. It's not one road. It's the highway system. Oh, it's the whole system. That's what people comment. In. Wow. Wow. I wonder how many wrecks they have. They said not many because it's really expensive to get a license there. So people are good drivers. Yeah. And they're going so fast. So they do better. They do better than that. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Uh, all right. Uh, last one. Lori Bourne. I've been watching the Showtime Comedy Store documentary. And it's been absolutely amazing. I noticed that Nate was interviewed briefly in the very last episode. What role has the Comedy Store played in Nate's career? Any, any interesting stories stories to share uh laura you were let me know that i was on it so thank you i did i honestly didn't know till i read this i did do an interview for it and i just haven't watched it yet uh i haven't watched really any of them the comedy store what the what it played in my career when i first started comedy i moved to chicago and me and michael clay my buddy that we moved with we went out to LA and went to the comedy store. And I mean, I was, we were doing, I was doing comedy maybe a year. And so I was, uh, another friend of mine, uh, they were in a band. I, I think it's called prom Queens. I don't think it's a band anymore. Uh, Josh Baker, Matt Baker and great family, very talented family there. Josh, Josh still does music. And Matt, his brother was just one of the most athletic people I've ever met. A guy that could do a flip in this room. He could just any sport he played, he just picked it up immediately. Could do gymnastics. I mean, just anything. It was like, go try this. He's like, okay, and would be the best at that. Yeah. Very athletic guy. But uh, so we go, the prom, my buddy Josh is in that band, the prom queen. So we go out there. I mean, we're, you know, 24 maybe. And um, we go to the comedy store. He was the guy, Joe, Joe Rogan was a fan of that podcast i mean the podcast of that uh, band so we went to the the band did a show that night we went to a joe rogan introduced them i ended up talking to joe rogan a lot about just comedy but that was a year into comedy so i don't even really know what to talk to but he, joe rogan was super nice talked to me about comedy 
all, you know, just would tell me, yeah, I don't know, just a great dude. And then we go to the comedy store. He's like, come watch me at the comedy store. So we went to the comedy store and we went and watched him. We sat in the front, watched him. It was great. And then we got done. And then I went to, uh, we we're in the back talking. And I was like, oh, I was trying to do, he was like, are you going to go up here? And I was like, well, I was going to try to, but at the open mic, the open mic there at the time, I don't know if you do it now, but at the time you had to, you had to go, you had to sign up the Monday before you waited in line on Monday to sign up for the next week. So I wasn't going to be in town the next week. And then he called and said, Rogan just said, Hey, let this kid go up. And so I got to go up. I got to go up on stage. It was one of the, it was, I mean, honestly, maybe the first comedy club I performed at. Wow. Truthfully. Uh, now that I think of it, I've never said that. I thought it was Zany Chicago, but it probably was the comedy store because I, I wouldn't have been back here. I wouldn't have done Zany's. I would have just been doing bars in Chicago. It's either Zany's Chicago or that was the first club weekend. No, it was, it was the comedy store. Wow. It was probably the first comedy club I ever went up. I never thought That's about cool. that. I didn't even, I definitely didn't say that in the interview because <laughs> I did not think about it. Uh, and so they introduced me. It's an open mic. No one's in there at the time. And I remember they introduced me and they said, here's uh, this next guy is like Joe Rogan's best friend. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like everybody hated me because I got to get up and then I got to skip over the process. And then I was introduced to Joe Rogan's best friend, which I don't think Joe Rogan knows who I am yeah. now, like at all. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just, it was funny to like get that, but that's, uh, yeah, so that's my comedy store story. I still go back there. I go to the comedy store. I did get. I'm in there now, and uh, it's a, it's a very amazing place. It's it's you know there's a lot of clubs. I go to Laugh Factory out there in L.A. Hollywood Improv. Laugh Factory is great too. Uh, they're all great, but the comedy store with it. Lot, I mean, yeah, the stories. There's a bullet hole behind the sign where Sam Kinison shot a gun one night. Wow. And the bullet hole's still there. I mean, the old story of. They're in the seventies. There's great books on it, where they had a com big comedy strike in the seventies and eighties, and they didn't get paid. So one of the comedians uh, that wasn't getting spots and wasn't getting paid jumped off a building, and killed himself in the parking lot of the comedy store, mm. uh, and that like just it got real obviously very dark over comedy. You know, this guy killed himself. It's like during a show, like they just did it and jumped and you know. Um, but they, I mean, at the time, right now, now with COVID, I think they're still doing stuff outside. But right now, the comedy store is thriving. I mean, it was, it was, dude, they were, it's rolling. And when you go in there and the crowds, it's packed. It's, and it's just, I mean, the lineups are pretty, pretty nuts. Yeah. I mean, pretty famous lineups of people that you see. So it's a, it's a, yeah, it's an amazing place. And it's, it's done. It's played more in my career later than it did. I mean, at the beginning it was either at the very beginning, then it was nothing because I was in New York. All my stories are New York stories, and then it it played it later in my life. Uh, so, but yeah, all right. Well, yeah, That's cool. great comedy store documentary on Showtime. So everybody check that out. Uh, so all right, end of our comments. Uh, let me get to this. Uh, oh, sorry, all the papers. Uh, 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 Helix, I sleep on a terrible mattress on the road and in the bus, and I can't wait to get home to my Helix mattress. Nick was just with us. He, we, he actually slept on a Helix mattress and he was, he loved it. He loved it. He said he missed it because he's gone now. He missed it. He missed the mattress. Helix sleep has a quiz that takes two minutes and matches your body type and sleep preference. 
to the perfect mattress for you. I took the Helix Quiz and I was matched with the Helix Dusk Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt medium and I am a side sleeper. I sleep on my side. Does anybody, anybody do that? No? We talked about that. I think yeah. I do everything. I do a mix of everything. Man, whatever it takes. Helix mattresses, whatever it takes. Roll it around. I'm a big side side sleeper. I like it. Uh, the delivery and setting up was fast and easy and was fun. I loved it because it was the you open the mattress, like I've said. Yeah, it just inflates out. I mean, uh, I'm going to order another one just to <laughs> do that. Just have extra mattresses. But just to see it come out. If you don't do with the mattress... And you should do it with the mattress, but then also just do your clothes. That Do a bunch of stuff with that. That's amazing that they get a mattress in that box. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you've matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again, which is the new trend. You're never going to, people are not going to stores, and you don't have to either. They have a 10 year warranty, and you get to try it out for, I mean, 100 nights risk free. They're even pick it up for you. If you don't love it, you're going to love it. That's not going to happen, but a hundred nights, that's a, I mean, that is a go. You're having a go at trying this mattress out. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Nate, take their two minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Also, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Nate. All right, here we go. Uh, so we did a we did a poll uh, at you know last week to be what should the what should the fans of the podcast be called? We did it on Twitter, and it was Nate Landers, Folks Breakfast Club, or the Warriors. <laughs> Warriors was eight percent. This is out of two hundred and twenty five votes. <laughs> I feel like that's a good representation of the. Listeners, <laughs> we, can we do an Instagram poll? We do much better you followers can do an Instagram on Instagram, poll. right? We're, we're doing Instagram poll. All too. right, uh, you can do it on a story. We can do one. Oh okay. yeah, you can do it on a story. We're mm-hmm. doing we're doing we're doing another one on a story. Warriors is at eight percent. Breakfast Club was at six point two percent. Nate Landers twenty three percent. Folks, folks, hello, folks. That is a good one. Yeah. 62.2% is where they're at on that. So we're going to see. What 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 should fans of the podcast be called? Hello, folks. Because that is a good... Yeah. It's a good start. That actually makes it pretty smart to start because I'm talking to you guys. Right? Yeah. Hello, folks. And we know that it means... Everybody's like, oh, is he talking about generally folks? And we're like, get out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. If you don't know what it means, if you don't know what folks really means, then... I'm definitely not talking to you. Yeah. That's what I say. I mean, specifically you, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, that was fun. We're, we're put one on Instagram too, so you can see that. And uh, if you, uh, I mean, if you want to type in to vote, it looks like it's folks is running away, but mm-hmm. yeah. stuff might happen and it might change in the middle of the night. So <laughs> we wake up tomorrow. We're like, Whoa, look at this warriors coming in hot. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so this weekend, uh, we're going to just, t- uh, try a new little different format. We do have a topic we'll talk about, but we, we, we're going to ex- just kind of talk about what we did this weekend. I had a fun weekend. I a lot of golf, a lot of gummy worms, as she said. And, 
I did. I we did golfing. So I did two. I did a two scrambles. One was uh, a lot of musicians. Uh, Jake Owens, a musician, uh, he does a, a a great charity event. And then he we we golfed. A lot of musicians were there. I golfed with uh, Shay, my buddy Shay, Mooney, Dan, and Shay. Go listen to them. So this is a dumb question for people that don't play golf. What's the difference between a scramble and just playing golf? No golf ball. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's more. Uh, what if that's what, that, what if that? What if it was that big of a thing on carpet? That it, if it was that giant of a, you're like God. That is a yeah. huge difference. You throw the ball, not on a golf course. <laughs> One of the main differences. It's a scrambles between. So it'd be four of us. So four of us get together. You tee off. You take the best drive, then you four hit into the green. You take the best shot, so you get everybody gets four chances. Okay, and then you and then four putts, you know, and you take your best. So score. your group is a is a team is a team. Okay, and so that's when that's when people get you play scramble stuff gets real dicey. <laughs> I mean, because they have all the fun stuff. There's always they didn't at this one, but uh, some of them will do. You can shoot a golf ball out of cannon. They yeah. these look like a. T-shirt gun shooter, like we did that, and you shoot a golf out of cannon, you play the ball where it lands, oh. and then you. So there's a bunch of weird stuff. There's something you can. Everybody gets one red tee, so you can use a red tee. So it's just the ladies' tee. So you get to go up to the ladies' tee and tee off, and so you decide where you're going to use that. But all that stuff. I mean, people get where they shoot twenty under. I mean, it gets nuts. It get, you know, and you start. You're, you're like it's almost impossible to win. It's almost impossible to win. I, I went closer to the pin at uh, Jake's thing, uh, which was pretty fun. Nailed it early in the day, so everybody saw it. Because you write your name, so you put a thing in with your name written on it. Yeah. And then and then whoever gets closer writes their name under it. And, I mean, it was it was this far. So there to, the, you know, about 8, 12, 10 inches. Boom. Right next to the rest of the day, everybody sees it. And everybody brings it up. Everybody knows it. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, you got a little closer to the pin. I was like, ah, I don't know. Is it still up there? You just act like. Uh, but it was, uh, so it was a very, uh, uh, it was a very fun trip. And then we did, I did another one with the hat I'm wearing, Sweetens Cove, which is a, a golf course. It's uh, kind of near, I want to, I feel like it's uh, near Chattanooga, somewhere down that way. Uh, and they, it's a nine hole course and the greens have two pins on them and the greens are very big the greens are awesome and so you play nine holes going to the you know the white flag and then you go back to the same tee boxes and then aim to the blue flag for the Uh. so that's how you play 18 and so mike jashimsky who plays for the san francisco giants bandy baseball guy and so he was doing a big tournament for uh hearts and hearts and armor i believe it's the foundation for Soldiers, when they come back from PTSD, they have that to get them back into regular life and uh, to help them out. So it was a very good thing. We just did is like 22 guys, and he, we rented out. He rented out the whole course, which was unbelievable to do. Not as much as you think. They have, uh, and I bet it's going to go away. It was like 4,500 bucks, which he's doing it for a charity thing. Yeah. Like 4,500 bucks to rent a course out for the entire day. That's pretty crazy. And wow. you get to do, so if you wanted to just be like, I want to play a golf course by myself. For the whole day, it's $4,500. And so then everybody pitches in. I mean, you could be, it's cheaper than a greens fee. Uh, it's in which, South Pittsburgh. South Pittsburgh, yes. Yeah. South Pittsburgh. Marian, Is that near Chattanooga? Or Marion no? County. Yeah, it's on the way. Yeah. South Pittsburgh used to beat, beat, oh yeah. They used to beat <laughs> us in uh, football. 
every year until, until we beat them in, in high school. And then we won our senior year. But they – and I didn't play, but I'm just saying. I was most school spirit. Very Were supportive. you really? Yeah. I got most school spirit and homecoming king. Wow. Yeah, not playing sports. Homecoming king, not playing sports. I mean, that's a – That's impressive. That's It's tough to do. That's tough to do, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I girls from the young, younger, I was always, they always liked me, the younger girls. Like if I was a senior, like, you know, the freshmen, sophomores, they liked me. Your class hated you? I don't think they hated me. I don't think they were voting for me as much, but the, I I had the, I would talk to the other, I would talk to everybody Mm -hmm. and the other ones would, I think, look down on them and I did it. Right. And that was what. You weren't an arrogant jock. No, that's what pulled me through. And they, I, you could come up and talk to me. Yeah, I was a guy that got cut from basketball my freshman year. I got cut from basketball every year. I got cut, but my freshman year I got cut from basketball. And my dad was the coach, and he cut me. Are you serious? Yeah, and that started a trend that I got cut every year from there on out. Wow. Yeah, set the tone quick at the house. That dinner, that yeah. dinner that night was awkward. That proves your dad's a man of integrity. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to give it to he's me. He's willing to hurt his relationship with his son just to have the best well, team. It's probably pretty obvious what you had to do. I was a I was a pretty good ball player. I should I should have been able to play. So your dad should have Yeah. He I'm was too to hard on day. you. I think you go overcorrect. You go overcorrect. I could see that. To go I was a freshman, it doesn't matter. You can cut me as a freshman. And then I but then I got cut from there on out, uh the coach, I still think about him all the time. Cut me from it. I should have made it once. I was good enough to make. I'm not. I was saying I would have been a starter. We actually had really good athletes in our, our team. But I went to a small school. I could have made it. I should have made it one year. Maybe you know something. One year. One year. I should have made it. I'm not a bad basketball. Player. It'd be the guy, like the equipment manager they put in for for one minute at the end of the yeah, season. Get, yeah, you could have been that guy. Yeah, but no one's good. Usually it's a kid with like autism, <laughs> and then no one's going to show my videos. Oh, is that kid a healthy kid? Uh, and you're like, and they just, you know, you're not gonna see that. Yeah. Here comes the equipment manager. They're going to go, that guy should be starting. That's what they would say about me when I come out there and drain it. <laughs> uh, I, I dunked a Nerf basketball my senior year. It's pretty good. That's pretty good hops. Yeah. I was like five, nine. Dunked a Nerf basketball. Not a big deal. Couldn't get a real basketball in there. You could pull down the rim. Uh, not saying I was crushing as an athlete, but I, I could make the team. I went and played church basketball. I mean, I have that joke. And just dominated church basketball. I mean, just came in and was the was the leader. If I'm the leader of the church basketball team, I think I can get a spot right. on a local high school basketball team. That's what I'm saying. You know? But I'm over it. Uh, doesn't bother me now. I can <laughs> you know? tell, man. You've clearly you know, moved tell on. You something. I think about it every day. Uh I got a picture of that coach. When I wake up, I look at it and go, I'm going to show you today. You're like Michael Jordan. Michael, I am the Michael Jordan of comedy. And it wasn't exact- Michael Jordan's whole thing. He wasn't actually cut. He just didn't make varsity. Yes. But he was on JV. Yeah, but that's still giant. That might as I well mean, be cut for that, for that, for yeah, him, for that level. Yeah, it's not that inspirational of a story, in my opinion. Yeah. Dude, yeah. You're, you're I mean, an Michael underclassman. Jordan, yeah, you're well, supposed not to be that, on JV. I think he's the most overrated player that's ever lived. You want to go with that? Is that what you're trying to say, Aaron? No, I'm just saying it's like one of the, you hear that growing up. Oh, Michael Jordan got cut from the team, and then you find out no, he really didn't. That he was, yeah, that it was just JV. Yeah, it's disappointing. It is disappointing. You're saying you would have tried more. 
No, I'm not when disappointed did you in this? him. I'm just saying I don't like that the story became that he was wronged in this big way. When did you learn that he was? I mean, maybe a year ago. The last day. Did they talk about it in the did last Did you feel dance? your I don't know. your pro- productivity in your life slow down when you heard this? Like, you think this was the drive in everything you do? And then you found that out and you felt that next day was a little lazier than normal. <laughs> maybe. Maybe? I don't think anything Michael Jordan's ever done has affected my life in any way. But it just, it hurt a little bit to know that that story was a lie. Yeah. Well, it got, I think, but I think for he should have been on the varsity team. I think then that was, I mean, if you go to a small school, it's like you're almost everybody's making the team. And then if he goes to JV, then he's basically not making the team. Yeah. I feel bad for that coach. How was he supposed to know that this kid was going to be the best basketball player ever, you know? And one of the big, <clears throat> one of the biggest grudge holders. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine that. You have no idea. You just got to. <clears throat> you think you're like, I don't know, did I put him on the JV team his freshman year? is not insane. And you're like, hey, turns out he never lets it go. Mm-hmm. And we'll bring it up <laughs> in his Hall of Fame speech. He brought up a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, you know, Would your dad have put him on varsity over you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I think even a JV Michael Jordan, I don't think we're competing. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not delusional. Yeah. I'm just saying for a small – Christian High School, Donaldson Christian Academy. What's the oldest Michael Jordan you think you could beat in a game of one-on-one? I think I could take an 11-year-old Jordan. I bet you couldn't. I think 12 years old, he's got me beat. I think I could take an 11. Are you talking about you right now? Right now. Right now. I I, I don't think you could 11. I I, I mean, like, I would say eight, like Harper's age. Full court? You see, oh, that's a good point. Because it's full, full court, court. He's yeah. got half you at court, six, eight, court. nine. He's I mean, some of these kids dunk at like nine or ten. I don't think he was doing that, dude. Yeah, but I, I but I, I think some free, of them are freaks. You're a, you're a phenom mm-hmm. that you go get. You ever see like the kids, the kid videos of them doing golf videos where they swing and they uh-huh. like it's just a perfect swing. Tiger had it. Yeah, where your Tiger could beat you in golf at eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing is his distance. He couldn't. You could hit farther. Jordan was 5'10 when he was 15, and he grew five inches over the next year. So he was probably, you know, eight, nine years old. He's probably pretty tall. I think you would tie. I think he's going to run. I don't think you're ever going to be able to stand in front of him. That's the problem. Yeah. And actually, that's why I think you would lose, even because he's going to just be able to run around you. And so you can't. Yeah. So you're either going to tie, but you're going to have to. You think you can take? An 11 year I think old? I can take my Jordan right now. So, <laughs> I mean, is that. <laughs> uh, yeah, how, how old do you think he has to get on the other end for you to be? That's what I thought we were oh. doing, by the way. I, that's You kind of shocked me when you said 11. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought that's what we were talking about. He's probably 20 years away from losing to me. Yeah, it'll probably 70. He'd have, he'd have to get into his 70s where yeah. he, he literally had to be in a wheelchair. And but, he'd probably but, still beat me then. But you'll yeah. be in your 40s. So, yeah, he's still going to beat you. I plan on being in good shape in my 40s. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what you're shooting for. That's what I'm working on. I'm going to turn things around. I'm working on that. Best I ever felt. That's what I'm going to say. It. You say this is the best shape. I, right now is probably the best shape I've ever been in. Yeah. And it's still not good shape, but it's coming from nothing. You're in good shape. I know. I'm, But it's I'm in good but, shape, but I'm, it's better than what I've ever done. Yeah. You know. I made the varsity baseball team my senior year. I didn't deserve it, but the coach was just – being nice. See, I never got thrown a bone. <laughs> and then you gonna tell me breakfast. You gonna tell me breakfast can make it? 
our last game, our senior year, he gathers all the seniors around and gets each one up beside him to say something nice yeah. about what they meant to the team. Just like your example. And you've been of, there one year, right? I mean, I've been on JV or freshman oh, all four all years. four years. Okay. Yeah. But he tells something nice about every player. I'm like, what's he going to say about me? And I was near the end. He got up there and he said, this boy's dad was one of the best ball players I ever seen. <laughs> yeah. He was such a good player. Thanks for being on the – I mean, and then I sat back down. <laughs> it was so about my dad. dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was your dad great? Yeah, my dad was very good. Yeah. 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 I th- Did yeah. he play in college? Uh-huh. Oh, where? where at? at Cumberland. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, Cumberland. I know someone you know, Drew Jenton went to Cumberland. Played baseball there. Yeah, they've got a great baseball yeah. program at Cumberland. I don't yeah. think they did when my dad was there, yeah. but they do now. Man, I mean, what when that first coach, when he heard your name coming through, he's got to be like, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and just, I mean – just when he watched tape on you and he watched you steal that base. <laughs> still first. Still first to run back. He goes, what's this? <laughs> that's that's the Bates. That's the young Bates. He's like, Chip oh, off the no. old block. Chip off the old block. <laughs> Look at it. He's confused. <laughs> He's just, I mean, for your dad, like, and your dad just to be like, you're a base college, I was a college baseball player. That's awesome. What's your son do? He's a weatherman, Channel 5. <laughs> Oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. You got you go college and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, yeah. He went to college. You got to learn weather stuff. Uh, you know, <laughs> isn't that usually given to women? Is it mostly, <laughs> mostly weather jobs? Weather jobs, or is it? There's got to be more women doing weather jobs than. I don't know. I'd say that was a pretty close one. In right now, I mean, it might be more women now, but it's still not. I don't think a landslide. Think about, think about the meteorologists that we have here in Nashville. It's split, but either they're really old. Is there any younger men doing it now in Nashville? Uh, I know of a guy. He's, I don't. He's in his forties. Oh, he's yeah. Now I've got the data here. Yeah. Do you think there are more men or women? I would think there's more women. What do you think, Brian? I slightly more women, but I think it's pretty close. 2016, they they did a they found two 2040 weathercasters. Of those 2040, 1400 were men and almost 600 were women. It's that's almost a, they outnumber them almost three to one. Men do. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Uh, well, that's old data. Well, that was based off. Yeah. No, I was if it was on that. if I had the laptop, we'd be getting current data. But thanks. That's changed. also based <laughs> off uh, nothing. Of my knowledge, you're right. I have zero. Not, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying oh. me. My knowledge of being more women is never thought about it never crossed my mind don't watch weather on the news and i just said that <laughs> like that's so i'm i could be completely wrong in the fact that but i will say when i think of a weather person i do think of a woman yeah. in front of the green screen pointing yeah. at stuff i think it should be more women i think so too yeah why well maybe not maybe not because they're Giant hips might cover up too much of the screen. <laughs> uh, yeah, can't see Kansas. We've got a big problem there. <laughs> that's why. Maybe that's why it's been. Finally, I can get some of Tennessee on the map. Uh. <laughs> 
Have you ever done? Was it very hard to do the weather thing? Like get used to that? Yeah, and then I didn't do the weather. You just had that one video. That was in college. Yeah, but yeah, it's hard, Kermit Key, because yeah, I mean that's where you got to get good at looking and pointing and mm -hmm. you know I bet you learn it in an hour, but it's but I bet that hour is hard. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to you know I mean I, right. as I talk about it, it's, they're not. You know, it's, they're not working on. You a, couldn't jump in and not be good at it right yeah. away. No, but you could figure it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not laying pipe somewhere. You know, it's not. They're not roofers. Right. I bet they picked it up in an hour and they got you know. Uh. So yeah. So anyway, where we? I don't even know where we've ever been talking about. I was talking about golf. I did that. It was a fun weekend. Uh, we all did that. What well, we also did. So we did the golf thing. We played eighteen holes. A lot of a lot of Vandy baseballs. I'm gonna have some of them come in here too uh, and sit with us. Uh, and they we did one thing that they did because you since you run this course, so you run around back for Peyton Manning is very involved in this course. It's I mean it's it's maybe the number one nine hour nine, nine hole course in the country, and then it's starting to be known as one of the top courses in the country. And uh, and I think renting it out for that 4500 is going to go away. I just think that's. That's pretty. I that's uh, not that forty five hundred dollars is not a lot of money, but everybody would agree to own a course for a day. That doesn't seem like a lot. I mean, if you had forty five guys paid a hundred bucks, yeah, you know that's it, and you just get to do whatever you want. And so I can see how companies might. Oh, to do be a that. great. I don't know many great corporate. Event. Yeah, many just individuals that would want to do. It. But yeah. I mean, if you got a bunch of buddies together, it's a bunch. It's like ordering a fight. I know, but if you have think about, I'm a, you go member at a country club. If I mean, there's usually eight hundred members at a country club, four to eight hundred. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you know, if you just said, "Hey, I'm, I rented this thing out," you asked a hundred dudes at a country club, they would be like, "Oh, I'll do it." Yeah. How much is it? Hundred bucks? Yeah, I'll do it. And but if you don't want it, two hundred bucks, you get half that, which is a, a perfect number. Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> what they also do, they set up a at the end of it, we set up a different way where uh, I think it was called the Illuminati round. And the idea of it is you start on like one tee box and you're playing to eight green. So you're going across different holes. Wow. So you're just, it could be like 800 yards. Yeah. And you're, you got to go like, you got to figure what's the best way for you to get across. That's crazy. Which is, yeah. Which is very fun to do. That's a very big thing that a lot of guys do at, at clubs. Yeah. If it's late, it's not busy. Mm -hmm. They're do that. All right. We got to play from here to wherever the next place is, which is a kind of a, it, I didn't really heard about it until, uh, if you join somewhere and then you find like a lot of the staff does that or like, you know, the younger, the cart guys will do it and stuff. So, which is very fun, but yeah, it was a fun weekend. And so big golf weekend. Uh, so I think that was all I did. And then did y'all do anything? I went out of town, went to the Smoky mountains this weekend oh, yeah. and tried to go to Dollywood, but it was sold out. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but still, you know, we had a nice, beautiful weather this weekend. The honeymoon? <laughs> no. Where'd y'all go for your honeymoon? New York. Oh, oh, that's, oh right. Yeah. that's right. That's um, right. Wait, Dolly, Dollywood was sold out? Yeah. It's half half capacity and oh, you got to yeah. reserve wow. your tickets. It's the time to go. If you want to go to Disney World or any of that stuff, this is the time. I mean, it's they. I know some of them went to Disney World. They were like, it's the best, best experience they've ever had. No one's there. 
And we drove back early yesterday morning. We went to the Titans game yesterday. Yeah. And that was fun because there's nobody there either. And yeah. concession stand lines wide open. There's no purple parking, walking in. Yeah. Beautiful weather. Did you and Ruth sit next to each other? Yeah. You didn't have a separation? Because your wife. You can't do it with your wife. Like if me and you went to it, we would have. Oh, uh, I, I thought you were talking about us. because of COVID. No, no, no. You're talking about just I mean, just, just in people. Just comfortableness just to oh, go. There's but no if, reason for us. There's no one around us. So spread out. So if you and Laura went, you'd spread spread out. Probably not. I mean, I I mean, I probably would ask, but I'm not. <laughs> you know, I'm not the most normal person, and Laura knows that. But, uh, but they've zip tied the seats, so you can't just sit in any seat. Oh, oh so you wow. can't. Well, I mean, if I have to go even farther, then we have to go farther. <laughs> but I would. I would try to ask if you could. You so you couldn't have sit next. Like you couldn't have one seat between y'all. Um. No. Yeah. No. If you could have, would you have? No. See, why would you just be more comfortable, right? Go to movie theater. Why do you not just sit yeah. spread out? You do it with dudes. Guys will go. Come on, spread always out. Put a seat. You always between. put a seat in between. Yeah. So, but your wife, you don't. I know a lot of guys that don't even want to do it in movie theaters. Those people are insane. <laughs> And that's crazy. And that's uncomfortable. If you go with someone. I've been to a movie theater where no one's in there and I'm sitting down in the seat and I've seen a guy sit behind me. Mm-hmm. And it's me and him. Right, maybe. No, I think it was me and him. Just the two of you? Just the two of us. Some theater. I forget where on the road. Somewhere. Because people. Watch people line up. When people go get in lines, people just naturally go to next to the person. And he sat behind me. I didn't. I don't remember the movie because I was so. I couldn't <laughs> get over it. I, 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 I would have gotten got up and it. moved to the other side. Well then, because then I think was that rude? Is it? Am I starting something? Is it? Uh, you know, it's. But it was. I, I was. I mean, I was. I was so angry. Could never. I could never let my mind leave that guy and and just watch the movie. Because I was why why I'm like why would you ever do that, man? Mm-hmm. Why would you not just not go right behind me? If you went to a movie that looked like it could be sold out with a buddy, would you go ahead and spread out? Or would you wait and see? I wouldn't. I would wait and see. Then, yeah, that's that's. And then that's I would. I would try to, if we can, try to spread out. But I'm not going to be a problem. I'm not. You know, I'll 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 sit next to each other and be packed in, mm-hmm. and I'm fine with that. But yeah, I've I've been when you, if you go with a friend and they don't, you're like, come on, yeah, just get spread out. Like, what are we doing? Like, it's it's insane. But people just naturally. I like to watch that. I watch that a lot. Watch people go into any line. Watch people park. They park at a store. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, some are up front, but you could park anywhere crazy. You'd never be able to really be parked alone because people naturally will just pull in the, and they pull right next to it. Look at, you know, lines at, when you go to lines. I mean, now with COVID, it's a little different. But before people just get close, people like, they just naturally will go in a herd. Yeah. And you can watch them and you just think, just go this way. And you, I, and I think, I mean, I think about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Aaron, what did you do? I was at Zany's oh. this weekend with uh, Preacher Lawson. That's fun. Did some shows. It was a good time. Yeah. 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 There you go. Good wrap up, Aaron. <laughs> uh, everybody brought some Hung stuff out, to watched it. Notre Dame. Big win. Uh, big win. Maybe the biggest Notre Dame win of my lifetime. Yeah. Without really? Trevor Lawrence. That's true. Astrid without their star quarterback. But... I was thinking about it. Yeah, it probably is the champ- biggest Notre Dame oh. win. When did they win the championship last time? 1988, three years before I was born. God. So, you were born in 91? Yeah. 
That's nuts, dude. Yeah. Uh, so that's the biggest win. So it was it was pretty sweet. Yeah. Watching that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big win. Yeah. yeah. Number, number two game. in the country now. Yeah. I heard on the radio this morning, they were talking about that game, and they said it's a tradition at Notre Dame that if someone leaves their bike unlocked, they put it in their tree. Yeah, that's a big thing. Really? It's a big thing. If you walk around campus at like three in the morning, you'll see people. It's just when people walk back to their dorms drunk yeah. from the bars, if you see a bike out, you just throw it up in a tree hilarious if you don't have a bike i imagine if you have a bike it's yeah. pretty frustrating yeah but if you walk around campus in the morning you'll just see bikes everywhere in, in trees wow and they stay up there yeah well they're tough to get down you <laughs> put them up pretty high you know? yeah my buddy had a uh one of those two-seat bikes tandem bikes that's probably tough to get up there he and his he and another guy would ride it on campus Him and his roommate they lived off campus they'd ride to campus wow, wow. on a tandem bike they're on the rugby team I bet they sat together at movies. <laughs> they probably yeah. did. Yeah. I mean, if you ride a tandem bike, do you go, do you go, I mean, we're already committed to the day, <laughs> so we might as well also sit next to each other. Yeah. Or do you go, maybe the guy in the back goes, I can't, and then there's <laughs> like five seats in between you because you're going, I, it's, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. We're two on each other today. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so this, this week episode, uh, we, uh, are going to, uh, talk about malls. Did y'all watch the Jasper? We, I want to talk about malls. Did you watch the Jasper mall thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it. Did you watch it? I forgot. Oh, here we go. Oh, Did you boy. have all weekend of doing nothing? Uh, uh, watch it real fast now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 85 minutes long. Not that long. It is. I was telling Laura, it got great reviews. It's definitely interesting. It's a mall in Alabama, Jasper, uh, or Jasper County or Jasper. <laughs> Something, and I it, I it was kind of slow, very slow. Nothing really to it, and I honestly think so. I think if you're from the South, and I'm you know Tennessee, we're and I go to malls a lot. To me, it was like boring, and then like my neighbors who were from New Jersey were, loved it, and I think they love it because it's like watching zoo animals to them. Is honestly what I believe. I almost think it's insulting. That fact, how many people, they love it being, because you saw these very old Southern kind of characters, these old men playing dominoes. Mm-hmm. They play there every day, showing the mall walkers. They say pledge allegiance to the flag every morning. It was just, I mean, it is showing a small town, but then I take it as. I loved it, but it's because I feel like it, it reminds me of people I grew up with. Yeah. Yes, I loved it for that too, yeah. but it got, I mean, I, towards the end, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Like this is. I, I could love 45 minutes of it. Yeah. I love the pacing of it yeah. and stuff. And then like 85, you're like, I mean, there's nothing going on. I, you're, I think I'm thinking too. I think I went into it wrong. I'm thinking something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, nothing really happens. No. But if you want to see Southern, I mean, I mean, honestly, maybe captured small mm-hmm. town living better than anything. Yeah. Uh, that there is. I mean, there wasn't. It's that's small town living. That's. Mall living, they go in, be mall walkers. Uh, it's pretty, it's that. But I don't you feel like people like, to, I think people like it because they go, well, that, they want to see, they look at it as like, that's what those people are like. Yeah, a little bit. I'm sure that's probably true. Uh, I mean, there were some funny moments in yeah. it. Yeah. The old guy on his phone. Yeah. The the army training place. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. They made them train and they go to the, you sign up for the army there and you have to do the training there. They just, it's supposed to help you get ready to go in the army. Yeah. And it's a guy and a girl. The girl just does great. Does great. Doesn't even, even breathe in the loud. The guy has to stop. He can't, yeah. he can't keep going. 
Wow. Yeah, I mean, he had the guy, yeah, that, and who knows if he made it, you know? Yeah, it didn't look like it. I mean, it's the mall's shutting down. They're trying to get a big, I mean, two stuff I'd never noticed that they said with the, uh, with a the mall, they were like, they were asking, they go, do you have two anchors? And so anchors are stores. What are your two big stores? So that now all they have left is Belk, but they used to have Kmart and JCPenney. So they, mm. they used to have four anchors. Yeah. They had Kmart, JCPenney, Belk, and or not Belk, maybe something else, but whatever. So when you think of a store, the mall here, Cool Springs Mall, yeah, the anchors, they have a Belk, there's a Macy's, but like those big stores are your anchors. So if you lose those anchors, yeah, that kind of crushes them all. Be like Bass Pro Shops at Opry Mills, sort yeah. of the, the staple of the yeah. of the mall. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got to walk through it to get into the mall. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of those places. Yeah, yeah. They used to have K, yeah. They used to have all that stuff. I, I mean, I love seeing guys, these old, old people be these like mall walkers. They come do it every morning, and they get there. I was wondering when that guy slept. The guy that ran it, <laughs> yeah, because he would be he cl- locks it up at seven, and then I mean, I they were getting there at dark, I and mean, it looked like they were getting there at six in the morning. Yeah, you know, and then he's back there. It made uh, it look like he's there around the clock. Yeah. The mall walkers would show up early, early in big, big groups. Yep, it's interesting, man. Because I think you got to unlock the doors where you can get in a mall. Maybe the stores, stores can open whenever they want to mm-hmm. open. I think I would have thought that they're all under, like we're all in this together. But it's not. I mean, you're a business that's like you're basically just renting out a building inside yeah. a mall. But malls are, you know, I mean, this mall. I mean, they said in the '80s they were. They they trying to drum up business. They had these quartets uh, come sing one day, and that was kind of a big event for them. And it was you know it looked like it was kind of crowded. Uh, I mean, relatively speaking, there's all these old just older people come yeah. watching them and yeah. uh, playing like gospel music, gospel and, quartets, and yeah, stuff. yeah. And I was just trying to get you know get some people in the door, maybe see some stuff. The guy, one guy was a jewel jewelry guy, jeweler, and he is that right, jeweler, jeweler. Yeah, I think yeah. See, that's why I would say jewelry guy because I'm scared of that word jeweler. I would avoid it. I would say like a ring guy. Those yeah. are, if I, if you can avoid words like that, I yeah. usually try to. I try to too, which I think is a big thing to do in comedy. If you can avoid the easiest word to describe what you're trying to say and try to say it in another game, mm-hmm. it's funnier to say jewelry guy. I do that a lot in comedy. If anybody ever, no one if I don't know if anybody cares, but care. just if you're wondering the, I do that a lot. So don't pick the main word that everybody would use to describe that guy. The proper word. Yeah. Describe it in a, like that way. Avoid the word jewelry guy. Yeah. And if you had a joke saying the jewelry guy comes over, that's very funny. Ring guy. He like makes rings, you know, whatever that guy is. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's a way more of a funny description. Anyway, uh, I'm going to teach a comedy class at Jesper Mall. Uh, <laughs> if you come sign up. My wife went to college. She went to, uh, took classes in a mall. Really? Yeah. She went to uh, like a college in Alabama, the the Madison Mall in Huntsville. Oh, yeah. And she would went there and she said she took classes and and then just left and moved to Nashville not much after that. And because it was she was taking it, she couldn't she stopped going because it was learning history and you're like, "But we're in a mall." <laughs> yeah. Like you could never get over the idea that you're you're like, "We're in a mall." Mm-hmm. Someone's buying toys in there. Yeah. People are doing, you know, and and you're like, in history today, like it would be very, it's kind of weird. You don't feel the full experience. Have you done a lot of comedy clubs in malls? 
Yeah, I mean, there's a million of them. Yeah. They're in malls, yeah. But do you have that moment, too, when you're in there? I had it. I was just in one where you're like, yeah. man, there's like a it's a Lego store right outside yeah. this comedy club right now. Yeah. It's a little strange. I think once you get in, I, I don't think I ever thought of it like that. I love malls so much that I, I'm excited to be in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I find a one and there's a comedy club in the mall, I'm very happy just because I know I'm going to go walk in this mall all weekend. And I love walking around a mall. You're in, I mean, I love being outside, but like, I love also being inside. There's people. That's why I think so many people go to it. It's really, you feel like you're doing something. If you're going, I'm going to the mall today, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do something. Whether you buy something or not, it's an activity. You're actually doing something. You're walking around. Right. You know, I've been to Mall of America, one of the biggest malls in the country. I don't remember what the biggest mall is. but It, it is, is the country? Big, it is the biggest mall It in is the, country. the biggest mall in the country. Yes. Uh, I've been to one in, there's one in Canada too. That one's bigger. Yeah, that one's bigger. I've been to both. It's the those. biggest one in North America. Yeah, they're huge. One in Dallas is huge. Mm-hmm. They they have ice skating rings and I mean, you walk around it. You're I mean, it's a hall, man. I went to one. Was it Vancouver? That the, there's the really big one. I guess like uh, Edmonton. 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 Yeah, I went to one in Canada. There's an, an ice skating rink in the middle, and mm-hmm. they just had like a youth hockey game inside the mall yeah and everybody would gather around and watch it I was yeah like, this is yeah this felt like the cultural hub of the city almost yeah you know? they and so in high school they used to do so they did fashion shows at that jasper mall they showed mm-hmm. that so they used to do fashion shows were really big to do at malls so we and my buddies would always go and try to get and get on these fashion shows i never got on one they all got on it so four of us would go was your and, dad the judge uh, yeah 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 <laughs> So I see a trend here. Uh, I know. Four of us would go, and uh, I and they would cut me, and they, or they, <laughs> I would never get it. They would go, all right. My buddy Nick did it. Nick Newman, he did it all the time. He got it. Yeah. He did every one of them. <laughs> and I think Kenny didn't want, but Kenny and Travis Moore are like kind of four guys, and uh, or three guys, including me. And then they all got to do it. Everybody was like, yeah, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I would go, can I do it? They go, no. What and they reason? would say no. They would not let me. I would. I like. I wasn't good looking enough to be a model. Were your friends that did it? Were they pretty good looking people? I mean, regular yeah. guys. I yeah. mean, yeah. I guess so. Back then, I guess I don't know. I mean, but I. I mean, there's. Uh, where's I don't have the picture. Laura, bring that high school picture. Uh, yeah. This is my high school this. picture. This is what I looked like in high school, and uh, it was. It wasn't. I mean, I wasn't just. Just a problem. Yeah, I should have right. been able to at a local mall. Well, that's a that's a glamour <laughs> shot. This is, I mean, come on, <laughs> huh? Tell me, this kid can't. This kid can't wear a shirt right. in the middle of a regular mall. Is that your senior picture? Senior yeah, year? I think senior you're making year. their point. That's a good picture. That's a good picture. Look at those. Now, Brian, what did you say? You said that's a glamour shot. Yeah, you said man, that's best. On. That's best case. Come on, that's best case scenario, right, right there. Yeah, yeah. But that's what. Well, when you're modeling, you're not going. Uh, do not best case. You're me- you're doing best case. Right. You're bringing best case to the table. That's true. Why do I not get to do it? I had a lot of stuff that I got. Yeah. Why did I get told no so much? <laughs> I got told no that all the time. That prepared you for comedy. My as a preparation career. of continuing to get told no. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm in a business that is just constantly no. Uh-huh. You want a TV show? We're going to let you get as far as you can, and then no. <laughs> Stand up, 
No. Everything's no. Right. Gonna do this? No. Everything's no. Everything. Yeah. I you're in comedy, in, in which is what I love about this business. It is it is the most no's I've ever been told. And I think it's I mean I, I For me it was dating. Yeah, that was your nose. <laughs> Have you been told no in comedy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've been told yes. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all no's. Everything's yeah. a no. I did a fashion show in high school once. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was you for, just get there's this tux company and they did a fashion show. They get seniors to wear their tuxes and do a fashion show. And then you got a discount for your prom tux. Yeah. I remember this woman, the woman that ran the tux place, she gave me it's one of those tux where like the jacket is super long. Yeah. Like I look like Penguin from Batman, like that kind penguin. of Penguin. Who? Look like yeah. a, you look like Penguin from Batman? <laughs> I didn't mean to say it. Okay. Yeah. Is that how they say it in Batman? Penguin? <laughs> I don't think they did. Oh, I don't know. I don't even think they'd that's, be scared if that's how you say right. it. I, but but did they? I don't think that's how they say it in, in, in Batman. The point is it was a ridiculous looking yeah. suit that they had me in. Yeah. And I felt super, I mean, it looked, yeah, it looked like that. It's hard to argue that with you wearing that jacket. I, this is at least I look ridiculous. Watching the, now watching this goes, I think I did the right thing. <laughs> right. That's the person that, as she, as you, she sees you wear. She, well, here's what happened. I was so self-conscious about the length of this coat that yeah. I went and found another guy and I traded jackets. So I mismatched the yeah. jacket. <laughs> so I had like the normal suit and then this white it looks so stupid. That lady was furious at me. I She's bet. Furious because you're not having to wear that jacket for the not for prom. It just said you just, just got to model picture. this. Just walk out. It was and so you were stupid. just the person fitting that. Like you were right. just the guy that's going to be. Yeah. So she's like, that's the whole point of this. Did you have to pay full price? No, she still gave me the discount. She was she, but she was so mad yeah. that I did that. She was yeah. like, that's the whole point. Is that you're supposed yeah. to? Yeah. And uh, anyway. Yeah, I mean, but that, yeah, you, but you're, yeah, you're, I mean, see, I would have wore whatever they wanted. <laughs> you would have been a team player, dude. And I was trying to be a team player. Every year I got told no. Uh, <laughs> penguin. How do they say it in Batman? We can pull it up. Yeah, I'm very curious how they say penguin in Batman. I think, I think they say penguin. I don't think they say penguin. Here comes the penguin. The penguin of. Yeah, we got to find. Out. We got to find a clip yeah. where they actually say. Just it. see. So oh, uh, somebody's not as good on the laptop as we hoped. Oh, dude, you would still be typing in. Penguin I mean, right now, I right? would. Yeah, you'd be looking up Jasper Mall. I hope that uh, crashes so bad. There's. Uh, <laughs> I so so uh, yeah. The Jasper Mall was. It was uh, trying to figure that out or trying to watch that. I, I did enjoy. It. If you want to watch, you know, real Alabama, I mean, they capture it. Which is pretty crazy. I love the older guys. I could be, I mean, I definitely would be a, a mall walker. Definitely. I didn't know that was a thing. And about two years ago, I was trying to get in my steps every day. It was yeah. about this time of year, it was very warm. And then one day it was really cold, and I was out right near Green Hills Mall. And I thought, I'm going to go in here. Like I was the first person to think of it. And yeah. I'm just going to get my laps in yeah. here at this mall. <laughs> and I go in, and I'm walking, and I see an old dude like on the other side. And this with his tennis shoes on, he kind of gives me a salute. Yeah. I'm like, all right, he's just being friendly. And then I started noticing I'm seeing all these old people. Just <laughs> we're all making the laps yeah. together, and they're all yeah. waving and and passing each other. And I realized that's an old person. I did not know it till and then. You fit right in. You fit right group. in. Well, well, that's your sign of 
your age is you slowly just start figuring it out. You start figuring yeah. stuff out on your own. Yeah. And you go, you know what? A mall would be great yeah. to go walk in. So that's, you know, it's you you've stumbled into basically all oh, you're the you're the young guy there. Yeah. You're like, look at this guy. Yeah. Young buck. Finally getting some young <laughs> young guys. We don't look as bad. Yep. Did you feel like they surrounded you? <laughs> they passed me. Yeah. I don't know if they surrounded me. And then just going through. The CDC recommends it. I saw that. They have a Did whole I guide on how to start mall walking. It's, uh. it's, a, it's CDC approved activity for old people because there's no you're not there's no traffic. You're not gonna get run over by a car. It's indoors, you know. Yeah. But now they don't want you indoors. All right, well, I don't, I don't think they wrote it now, but this no. is before COVID. Before they, COVID. They wanted people, yeah. old people to do it. Yeah. It's a safe place to walk around. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think it should. I, I, I love them all. I love every mall, and I would go to all the malls, and I'm a giant fan. When you were growing up, you went a lot? Uh, we we would, yeah. We'd go to the mall. It's a big deal to go to the mall. I mean, malls were thriving when I was growing up. That was, you know, but now on the road... I love, you know, if I'm someone that's mall, I still am like excited and I will go to that mall and go, I just want to go walk around. I'll go walk around every day. I just enjoy it. It's fun to, you know, it's just fun to do. Yeah. When did malls start? They started in the fifties. Yeah. yeah. That, you think, I thought it'd be like the hundreds, like 1900. Um, the first one opened in Indiana, Minnesota, 1956. Okay. Would you have thought it was that soon? Like that not long I would have thought more recently, to be honest with you. The opposite. I thought it was like an '80s thing. They, they just invented around. malls. I would. I mean, shopping. I would think that malls would just be, you know, like here's a different version, but it was started in 1920. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, would the Pilgrims? I'm just, they had. <laughs> they probably had a version. You had to go buy stuff. I mean, there was some like Italian examples of kind of malls back in the 1800s but the real what we think the of real is, deal. is malls was in the 1950s started here in america in minnesota a big i know enclosure. outdoor malls used to be big yeah i'm talking about indoor yeah okay. outdoor used to be outdoor was probably older i guess yeah it's, someone was hard to define what a, exactly a mall is yeah yeah and outdoor certainly, mall, certainly LA, strips shopping yeah. centers that's what i loved about la because the la would have california would have all these outdoor malls and so they were just awesome it would, you know, I, I mean, I, when we moved to California, I would go, I would go sometimes if I just have anything to do in a day and I was at home and I just wanted to go yeah. out and go do something, I would leave my house and go walk around the malls in California. They were outside. I enjoyed it. I don't think I buy that much stuff. It's not like I go and buy stuff. I just enjoy walking around. Yeah. And, uh, I remember it was a big deal for us to go to the mall. Yeah. Because we didn't drive in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. So we'd go to Hickory Hollow or Rivergate. Yeah. Those two big malls. And it was a big deal. I remember the like my mom would let me, first time ever, like, all right, I'm going to let you go on your own. We'll meet back here at the food court. Yeah. At like one o'clock. Yeah. And that was a big deal. Yeah. I remember that too. How old were you at the time? You're 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it does seem weird now because we didn't have cell phones. So it does seem kind of scary to think about. Yeah, you couldn't. They couldn't find you. Uh, I I remember getting to go by myself. Uh, they used to people used to fight though at Rivergate Mall. That's when it started changing. People would meet there for fights. Yeah, they're still fighting there. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. They would say, "Come meet here at the Rivergate Mall." In this the was after. Lot? No, sometimes in the mall. Oh wow! So we're all going to meet there, and then that's where they're going to fight. Like high school kids were doing yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever go to one of those? No. 
but I just I think it was after me. Mm-hmm. But I remember going and because malls have taken a turn. Yeah, they've taken a bad turn. Oh yeah. I was gonna say I kind of feel like I caught the tail end of that because I don't know if kids were hanging out in malls when I was in high school. I remember yeah. a little bit of it when I was in middle school, but it was just never much of a thing. And I was here in Nashville. We have a good mall here. We had Opry yeah. Mills, but I don't know if anybody... Well, that's... Uh, I remember Opry Mills, Opryland Theme Park was there, yeah. and they knocked it out for the mall. And I remember I was like... And I, how much I love malls. I was still a little excited that the mall was coming. But I was like, that's so stupid. Why would you do that? And I still don't agree with it. They should still have the theme park there. Because the theme park was the best to go walk around in high... Like, if you go in high school, you get a, we'd get a pattern. That was my first job. Yeah. I'm actually going there today. Uh, or the Grand Ole Opry today, but there, uh, that was my first job was to do that. I was 15 and I was a sweeper. I just swept the park up and, and when walk, walk, uh, I had dogs, I would sit, people leave their dogs. Like we left, went to Dollywood, we had Holly. And so we put her in the kennel and I would be in charge of those kennel. One dog got out cause they'd had these S clips to put in the cages Yeah, and they did, they were one short. So I was having to like guess on which dog do I think would figure out because how to get this thing open. So you just kind of like you'd, you'd have to guess the dumbest dog. Which dog do you think is not going to be able to figure it out? <laughs> and uh, I did not choose correctly. And this dog, oh, man. the doors, someone's the doors open, and I remember someone was paying or something. The doors open. I'm 15, 16 years old, and I just see the corner of my eye, and I'm like. And this dog is gone. Just in, you remember the parking lot would just be packed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and dog just in the parking lot. So then we got to run out there, but I can't leave because then there's other dogs. And we call, I have to call and they have to come. They have to go really look for this dog. And they find the dog finally underneath a car. Oh, wow. And uh, he was dead. No, <laughs> what if I said it that way? No, he was fine. That's the wrong way. Uh, Did you get in trouble? Uh, I think so, but it wasn't my fault. They didn't have the, clips right. it was they were short on the you'd put these clips in because they, they if a dog could hit the cage he could get the little lock so you had to have that in so they couldn't but it was just bah, bah, rah, 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 rah. the whole thing was just dogs bringing I'm trying to think of anybody brought any weird animals either these were vacationers yeah huh so they come in they bring their dog and then you just put them in there and we put holly in when we went to dollywood i know uh, it's a much more prevalent thing now to take your pets with you on the road i felt yeah. like Back in the eighties and nineties, I'm surprised people were doing. I that. think people would be camp, you know, people going to Opryland would be camping a lot, RVs, yeah, and you would, and they would have their animals. I, I don't think they're bringing them into hotels. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they would allow it then. Yeah, you know, but they're bringing them those other way. But we did that. But now then became a mall, and now it's a mall. Wow, 1950s, it's pretty crazy. Malls had a good run then. It's funny, malls a lifestyle, a life. What is it? The life expectancy or life lifespan? Lifespan. I was bad. I was around. Yeah, you get there. You know, it's getting there. I knew. I knew. It's like filming for. A, I can't. I bring up examples. I can't say what's when you, the wood and the drywall. God, I, I, you know when you kind of hit on a wall to Did you find the stud. Find the stud. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> I was like in. A, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, I was near it. Uh, even my examples are not good at my examples. <laughs> But they, uh, I feel like it was very quick because it feels like they're going away. You know, our malls they thriving at all. They're all going away, right? Most of them are going away. Yeah. Um, there's, I read something here that said 25% of 
How many miles do you think are left in the country? Can you tell me how many were there? Uh, well, what are we? What at are its we, peak? When you say mall, it's it's. it's I'm talking about what you think, think of the indoor, a large enclosure yeah. with different stores yeah. inside. Yeah. I'm going to get in America, or yeah. I would say 2,500. I don't, I, I don't know how many you think there were. I mean, would I you say I don't know at its peak what it was? Yeah, yeah five thousand, or is that at its peak? Insane. Yeah, the, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, I I think I don't know if it's 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 oh where were, how many. Mm-hmm. Nice open. Uh, at least one new shopping building. That's, all right, we're looking yeah. stuff up. Yeah, and it's uh, how many malls are left? One hundred sixteen. Two thousand. There's one hundred sixteen thousand shopping malls. That's uh, spread. Yeah, but that's back in the seventies. There were only thirty thousand. Should we go with the thirty thousand number? Is that better to go? No, no that's counting. That's not counting what we're talking about. What are the figures? Um, you yeah. What what are the ones? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm kind of bombing as the yeah, researcher here. But so, six thousand. <laughs> uh, one thousand. One thousand. Roughly one thousand malls left in America. Really? And uh, this one article says twenty five percent of them will close over the next three to five years. Wow. And definitely not helped by what's going on now, right? Yeah, it's definitely speeding it up. They are. <laughs> uh, the expert. We've got an expert, Aaron Weber. Uh, hey, Aaron, probably here's our not COVID good guy. For- is COVID, COVID's bad for malls, too. Oh, never thought about that. Indoor things that old people walk around in. You think that'd be bad for COVID? Well, you think that these malls are going to have to rethink. They're going to have to do more events like, like you were talking about. Well, what they're Stuff doing is... Stuff going on inside the mall. Yeah, the new ones coming up are... They're more than just a mall. They got an entertainment complex connected to it. Yeah. Just all kinds of stuff. Yeah. That's what they should be is Columbus, you know, like you were at the Columbus Funny Bone, right? Yeah. So like Columbus Funny Bone, one of the top comedy clubs in the country. And uh, that's do that kind of route more where you have movie theater, you have that comedy club and you have like go that route and be like, it's the center of these towns and it's, this is where you're going to go. Have bars, have you know restaurants, but they need to be good restaurants. They need to be you know they got to it can't. I think it's like we kind of grew past all the stuff that was in there. I don't understand where people are shopping. I don't I don't know how to shop outside of going to the mall. When someone is says they're going to go buy clothes, and I'm like, so you go to the mall, right? I don't understand when people are like, no, I don't go to the mall at all. Yeah, I, that's always crazy to me. It's either Walmart or the mall for me. Well, yeah, they, online know. shop. That's, yeah, I guess true. I'm just not into online shopping. Like, uh, I think I got to try stuff on too much to see how it fits. And I, you know, well, you're old school, but us young guys, that's what that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, I'm an Amazon guy. You just buy all your clothes on Amazon? No, but my wife that seems does. Like a weird. Sometimes I'll go to the store with the intention of let me learn about or try on the product, and then I'll buy it online at cheaper price. But I'm just impatient. I always end up just buying it there. You Don't buy, you, you buy stuff on? from Impulse? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Occasionally you you're maybe buy something. Buyer? Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'm a big yeah. Impulse buyer for oh, sure. Okay. You'd be a you'd be on the picture on the website. <laughs> if they had a, how to get are you tired of being an Impulse buyer? Just a picture of you with all that on. And then dude, uh, Yeah, I'm bad about it, man. If I'm in a, a checkout aisle at a, at a store, dude, I start looking around. Yeah. I start maybe I'll read this magazine, you know, I start, yeah. um, you know. Get it. you buy a magazine? If it, dude, if it looks good, yeah, you know, buy a little word search book yeah. or something. Yeah, a time life. Yeah, something, man. Uh, Dan Soder, I might have told this story on there, but he would. I remember one day we were driven. He was opening for me somewhere. I want to say Pennsylvania or something, 
and uh, we go to a Walmart, and he buys. Uh, we go into this Walmart. We just walk in there. We're in the middle of town. Where, you know, we've been living in New York for a long time. So it's like, he's like, ah, oh, like, you know, he grew up in Colorado, but like outside of Colorado. So he's like, oh, this is like old memories going into, because when you're in New York, I mean, there's nothing in New York outside of like real places and uh, real stores. And then Soder just goes in and uh, buys, this is a long time ago, but he just buys uh, like a six pack of jeans <laughs> and he goes, all right, and puts them in the cart and goes, I'm good. And I was like, this is how you buy your jeans? He goes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bought six of them right there. I mean, he was buying stuff from that, Walmart. Of Walmart, Walmart jeans. Just bought a six pack of six pack of them, like he was a eighty year old man yeah. that just goes, "Oh, I need new jeans. These are the size." I love it. I do yeah, too. he died. And he doesn't do that now. I can <laughs> assure you that he's probably not far off from. Right. He's probably still close. He's closer to that than he is away from it. <laughs> but I don't think he's doing that now. Yeah, yeah Ghost Malls is a. It's a big thing. I was reading about the biggest mall in the world up until recently was in China as far as just square footage, but it was a ghost mall for like 10 years. And then they finally, they What's had a, a ghost mall, just empty. No one yeah, goes dead mall. Yeah. yeah. Just stores are empty, yeah. things like that. But you yeah. can still go in it. Like you could. Yeah. It was open. Yeah. It just, it was kind of just empty. Yeah. And then they had a lot of high end stores and it was in a part of China that people just can't afford it. Yeah. And they kind of revamped it and started putting in more different types of stores for yeah. middle class. And now it's now it's kind of thriving. Yeah. But it's known as the world's largest ghost mall. It was the largest mall in the world up until just a couple of years ago. What is the largest mall now? In Iran. Really? Yeah. How big is it? Um, it is uh, 21 million square feet. 21 million. Okay, the so Mall of America is 5.6 million. So it's wow. four times the size. Four times the size of the Mall of America. But you read this and you're like, how is this even considered a mall? Tennis court, swimming pool, ice rink. Um, probably people live there. Probably, yeah. Probably yeah, so. It's, it's just, that's a city. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. that's that's what they're going to have to do is <clears throat> is do that. Like just, I mean, I, you go, you got to like live there. <laughs> people can shop, walk around. Just create little cities within cities. Yes, kinda. yes. Uh-huh. And it's a one, you go there and we get it all done. And then, you know, I mean, I, I, I love them all. I don't know if people do, I mean, do people not like them, I guess? I think this, once the big stores leave, if a big store goes out of one, then you just, you know, you got to, I guess there's got to be a reason for us, for you to go there. Mm-hmm. But that guy, the, the jeweler that we were talking about earlier, I don't think I finished. That guy said on that Jasper, he had one day, he goes, I had a $24 day and a $16 day. So in his business that day, he made $16 one day. He's like, yeah, I mean, that's just not going to, not going to do it. Uh, I don't know how much they're selling. I mean, I would think, trying to think malls around here are doing good. I mean, they're definitely not, some will be crowded. The weekends will be crowded. Yeah. I feel like Opry Mills is still crowded. Opry Mills is Opry Mills is pretty crowded, but but you still walk past stores and we're just like, I don't know if anybody's been in there all week. Yeah. You know? It's just how are these places making money? Yeah. You- that guy said he would sit in his office and there's days where he wouldn't see a person walk. Like wow. so he would be in the back room because it's where he works on the rings. And then he's got a window and he could look through it. And he's like, there's days where you don't see a person walking. It's not like they're not coming into your store. You're not even seeing people. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. Have you been to that Lebanon Outlet Mall lately? 
Not lately. I mean, it's becoming a ghost town. <coughs> really? Oh yeah. Lots of empty stores there. Can't yeah, I mean, it's what's yeah. What's another fun fact? Of All right, Mall of America, which is the largest mall in the United States and most visited, supposedly in the world. If you spent ten minutes in every store, so think about that, which that's easy to do. It would take a shopper more than eighty-six hours to complete their visit to the Mall of America, wow. which is more than three days. Man, that's why you're you'd be like, let's go, <laughs> yeah, let's go, yeah, let's that's crazy, go. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, yeah. There's a new mall supposedly opening in Miami that will be the new largest mall in in the United States. It's called American Dream Miami, but there's still some hangups and council and stuff like that. Yeah. It's going to have 2,000 hotel rooms, a massive theme park, 16-story indoor ski slope, 20-slide water park. So it's either a destination place. because it, Now, if you live there... yeah. That the only thing they would have to do is you got to make it easy for the people that live there, because if you live there, you're like, I'm not going to that mall. It's going to uh-huh. be it's a night. I'm not paying to park. I'm not like, you know, if I'm just trying to go to the Gap, I'm right. not going to go through all these hoops to. But I think that's a great way to go. Yeah, it's like you have that stuff be attached to it. Maybe this side is the mall where people can come and go. But if they want to walk and kind of see some of the roller coasters, I mean, in the uh, Mall of America, they have the theme park inside of it. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, they have a roller coaster. You can ride those rides. And I uh, saw Larry Fitzgerald. He was in there. Yeah? Yeah. I remember just seeing, like, because he's from there, Minneapolis. and uh, I didn't know that. Or Minnesota. Yeah. And, yeah, he he was a, like, he worked in the for the Vikings. Like, he was a ball or his dad works in the ball. He's maybe his concession stand or something. Mm. He worked in the Viking stadium. That's cool. And uh, so, and I saw him just, he was like hanging out at the mall. Like wow. they were walking around on those rides. But if you have stuff like that, the thing is the stores have to feel good. Like you have to, you got to want to go to these stores. And I don't know if m- malls have a bad, you know, people look down on them. I think, you know, they think they're gross or they think I'm above them all. Mm-hmm. I go, you don't go to the mall. And so people have that kind of, air to them and so people that would actually spend money are not going to go i guess they're not going to go to a mall but if you had some real stores in it you know yeah. i mean there's one in atlanta and buckhead i think that's a mall that's just super nice stores but i feel like if someone's buying something crazy they want to buy it not at a mall you know what i mean like if you're trying to buy say a purse that's whatever the expensive yeah. Louis purses Vuitton are. or something Louis like Vuitton that. purse. Yeah. It's you want it to come from somewhere other than that store. Yeah. I would think. Then if you're going to go spend that much. We saw it. Oh, go to a Louis Vuitton store somewhere. But I mean, I'm saying even if you go we went to the Louis Vuitton store, I don't know in my head, I think, I don't know how you would get it. I guess you would go to the store. Maybe buy it online. Like, would you want to buy it online then? Or you'd want to buy it from someone that sells those purses. Like, oh, this this person... She, they yeah i got this Louis Vuitton, like there's a story you want a story that's what i mean that's what i'm trying to say you want a story if you're buying something like that you want a story of how you got it mm-hmm. you don't want it to be i went in, i went down to the louis vuitton store and bought it like yeah. there needs like that's why people buy that stuff in new york those crazy purses because they want the story attached to how'd you get this purse you're like oh yeah we went to one of them in chinatown where they have the you would go down like this, you know, you have to like say some guy goes, go to that guy. And that guy's looking, you go to that guy. And he's like, mm-hmm. y'all hear about the person? They yeah. go, yeah. And I remember we walked, you go down these steps and you walk down this real long hallway 
they shut the door behind you and you're like, I don't know what's happening. And then you get in. You, so, I mean, there's like, you know, it's like this guy's telling you to go to this guy. It's like a drug deal. And then you go walk down and you go in this room and then he's got all the all the purses that you want. Real back there. real purses. I, I think they're I think they're real at that point. Yeah. They're not they're not knockoffs. They're I think they're real, but maybe they're not maybe the knockoffs are they're straight up knockoffs. Where it's not, you know, usually there's something mm-hmm. they they would always say, I don't know if I talk about this in New York, if you go buy the purses on the street in New York City. You don't ever buy them from the guys that are can properly just sit there all day. That are they have a stand. You got to buy it from the guys that are if they're laid out on a blanket. Uh-huh. Those are the guys because those guys are constantly having to grab it, wrap it up, and run. <laughs> yeah. So they're the ones that are going to have the the real stuff. the real stuff. If you buy it from a guy that's allowed to just sit there all day, well, he's got the proper documentation to sell stuff. So his purses are not going to be as good. Really? You need them from the guy that's on the blankets. I would have thought right the opposite. Yeah. No. Well, they're they're, they're the ones that are going to get more trouble. So their their some- purses are more. If you were trying to get a knockoff purse, that's the one that's going to be more legit. Huh. Yeah. Have you ever lost your car at the mall? Uh, not like our not something that I remember. I mean, I definitely have forgot where I parked or I'm trying nothing off the top of my head that I can yeah. think of. I remember I went to the mall with my grandpa once. We had no idea where we had parked, and we walked around for hours looking for, for hours. his car. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Around the Montgomery Mall, which doesn't even exist anymore. We were just walking around the perimeter trying to find it. I remember that. There was a case in, in I think, Santa Monica. Now they have, maybe more malls have this, where it scans your license plate when you enter, like a camera does. And then if you can't find your car, you go to a kiosk. You got to know your license plate number. Put it in. And it'll find it for you and tell you what floor mm. and what row you're on. Wow. And they says it saves money because a lot of people are having mall security have to drive them around to find their car. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Why? That sounds like one of those things where they're tracking you and then they're they're convincing you that it's for some greater. Oh, we're actually doing it to help you. It's like, no, they're just keeping track of where every car is on their property. For what property. reason? I don't know. They just want to know where you are. You know, they can keep track of when you're there, what time, you know. What? When you, got got a, f- you got an iPhone and an Apple Watch on you, they're, they can track you no matter what. I'm just saying, yeah, it's just another thing. It's another way. Yeah. Know, now they know when I'm at the mall. They know what, what car I'm driving they, there. They already know. You don't think they're benefiting the from that knowledge in Who's any they? way? Yeah. The government? No, this this private company that, that the mall, whatever mall this is at. Bigfoot? Dogman? Who's been? Dude, who's they? I don't think I'm being crazy here. I get told saying, that a lot. Who's they? I get any, I ask yeah. any <laughs> argument I get in. Someone always goes, "Well, who is they?" Yeah, and I go, well, "I don't know who they is. But they know who they is." <laughs> I'll and be honest. When somebody problem. says, "Who is they?" I'm like, "Maybe I made yeah. a mistake with this argument." They. But who's they? I don't think it's crazy to think that a large corporation that owns a, a shopping complex is tracking you and benefiting yeah. from that information. Maybe you know, so there was one guy yeah. who lost his car for six months at the mall, uh, at a parking garage. He borrowed his buddy's car. This was in the UK and he went to a concert and when he left, he couldn't find, he walked around in the parking garage, searching, searching, searching. And there was a bunch of parking garage. He couldn't remember which one. He finally, after like a week, they just had to report the car stolen. They thought somebody stole the car. That's why yeah. I can't find it. And then six months later, Security finally is driving. Like, what is it with this car? And they search it, and they found out it was that guy's car. Yeah, 
Wow. Man, how do you how do you feel about that when they And it was one you pay to enter. They said it was five thousand pounds, which would be equivalent to like six thousand US dollars. Oh, it just kept racking so, up a yeah, bill. Yeah. Did he day. have to pay it? I don't know, but I they bet should that... make him. To be like, if you can't do that, if you can't find your car, <laughs> does he not did he not have the ticket on him? That's a good question. I don't Maybe know. Maybe he left it in the car because some of them you leave it in the car. Maybe. Yeah. But he borrowed his buddy's car and six months it was missing. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to come back from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, can I borrow your car? Hey, you know yeah. what, dude? You can yeah. take a new one. <clears throat> yeah, if you can find it. I found it interesting that I read that malls, they lay out like casinos. They don't want you to leave. So they set it up in a way that gets you disoriented. And um, there's even, a, it's called the Gruen transfer, the Gruen effect. It's named after the first guy who invented malls. And it's to try to give you a pleasant experience so you don't want to leave. Windowless mazes of stores, and it makes you buy more, supposedly. And you talked about I, the scent thing. I believe that, yeah. A lot of scent marketing going on in malls in particular because they're indoors. A lot of smells can get trapped inside like they can't other places. Mm. So we're just being manipulated in so many ways. Like food or it's other just stuff? sensory overload. Food, food especially. Yeah. Like if you if you walk around the mall and you start to smell Cinnabon, that is by design. Cinnabon puts ingredients. They want it to get out. They want it to get out. And it increases their sales by you know a huge percentage. They have ingredients in their cinnamon rolls that are only there to increase the smell of it. And then they they put the the uh, the oven. So you don't even get that cinnamon roll? What's that? You don't even get that one? What do you it's mean? like a dummy one? <laughs> Like, can you buy that one, or they yeah, just that's in all the all the cinnamon? Yes, yeah. oh, they okay. have ingredients in there just designed to increase the smell. Yeah. Of okay, cinnamon that's its purpose. And they put those ovens right in front, so everybody yeah. smells them. Some places they'll they'll go to vending machines and they'll take like little strips of artificially chocolate smells and put it there by the vending machine. So you walk up to a vending machine, you start to smell chocolate, and that'll increase yeah. the Hershey's. And sales. you, so you, and you don't believe in Dog Man. I don't, this is not this is this is not a conspiracy theory dude. i mean this, this is, is this is you're on the verge of i mean if i was a, say i wanted you to believe in dogman i would think we have a window a door has opened <laughs> and you're not far off i mean you're wearing a jacket with that looks like a jacket that goes here's all the malls we have in our store it's just all it is is just i mean logos dude logo starbucks, after logo. you like starbucks starbucks oh, has fan. a and they have an aroma task force they have a division at the type company. that in i want to see it see it pop up aroma tax task force at starbucks they have a division of the company designed now look they don't have anything on their website about oh, it. oh here well, we i'm not saying that yeah, yeah i didn't think right. that there was i'm not saying even their thing but i don't even see anything just popping up starbucks Go they, the dark they have a d- division yeah. of their company do you need your other computer to look all this stuff up? Is this one? This I need to open up my tour. Browser. Yeah, you're like, do you think this computer's going? Do you think Apple's going to let me see this look, stuff? No. This and is then you not... pull out a. You got like an old DVD player that you've made a computer. <laughs> That's how you, you go. Well, look at this website. Yeah, I'm not the best vehicle for this information. I'm realizing. I enjoy look, it though. Starbucks. They have a, a division of their company. They have people whose sole purpose is to is to work on the scent in these places. Because if 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 they weren't manipulating the smell in a Starbucks at all, it would just smell like cheese from the from the breakfast food. Oh yeah. So they pump in 
coffee yeah. smell at yeah. these stores. And when they're in malls, they pump out the smell yeah. of coffee to, to, to draw people in. Yeah, I mean that's what I think of when I go. But into is that a, mall. a bad thing? I mean, wouldn't you want your store to? No, smell I'm good? not. I'm not. Again, I'm not saying it's yeah. an evil thing. I'm just yeah. saying I, that's what I think of when I go into a mall. It's just sensory overload. We're being manipulated yeah. in all these ways because yeah. it's influencing customer yeah. behavior. Yeah, you know, even the music. When you go into a mall, there are companies. I used to. One of them, when I worked at a marketing company, they were one of my clients. They would make playlists that they argued would drive customer behavior in a certain way. Mm. They said, we've got this playlist built out that if you play this at your store, people will buy this kind of food more. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, if you get a pulse going or something. Yeah. It's crazy the ways that we're being manipulated. Like well, that. it's like listening to music. I always think I don't listen to music a ton. And I've actually tried to listen to more music when I drive just to – like lighten your, you know, I would listen to like pop rock or something from mm-hmm. 2000 pop rock. And just, it's like nice. It's fun. It's, you know, and like you try to make you in a better mood. So the stuff does make you in a better. I do. When we do the playlist for our shows, you do a, that kind of fits your comedy. It fits your, it's the experience of when they walk in, you want people to maybe sing us, you know, they're kind of singing a little bit with the song. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I love the song or whatever. It just, yeah, it does get you in a better mood. Right. And yeah. it, it, it'll depends on the the pace of the store too. If it's a store where you're buying like a luxury, like a Rolex, mm-hmm. you don't hey, want, you don't want like a, boom, me, boom, like, boom, you don't want like a fast yeah, paced Rolex. You want something a little more relaxed, something right. that makes you thoughtful, makes yeah. you, you know, yeah. so there's all of that's going on. Well, that boom, boom, like that was a American Eagle. Was like the like DJ music type. Wasn't American Eagle? Hollister, no, no, Hollister. One of those, yeah. Hollister. There's another Abercrombie and Finch. Right. And that was uh, Abercrombie and Finch. They they wouldn't sell sizes over like 34. Mm-hmm. There's just you can't get so it. So women couldn't buy clothes there. Women specifically <laughs> going after women. They, yeah, uh-huh. they couldn't. But uh, well, they could. You know, they could until they get knocked up, and then their clothes <laughs> get them knocked up, and then they go. I think you know where to go now, lady. And then that lady has to go to Kmart. Uh, but they, they wouldn't, I remember someone saying that they don't have jeans over 34. Cause they're like, yeah, we don't want you to wear our clothes. Well, they told wow. people not to donate their clothes to goodwill because they didn't want ugly and poor people wearing their clothes yeah. after the man. And I remember looking it up and their CEO is one of the most weird looking people. There he is. That guy doesn't want ugly people wearing his clothes. Oh yeah. You know? That's the Abercrombie think, and Fish guy. I think he looks nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think that's one of the guys from the doppelgangers. It looks like a, that guy looked like a guy that you said, you can't say that. He's like, what? Why can't I say that? Like He just doesn't. He's just learning that. Yeah. No, you can't. That's just mean to say. He's like, I don't I don't think it's mean. Right. Is that Abercrombie or Fitch? I think his name is Mike. Oh, Mike. But Abercrombie Fitch. I don't think he started the company. Oh, I think okay. he was just the CEO at one point. Uh. Yeah, they they play that music where it's and that music will run it will music will run you out. I could see yeah. that. It could I could go in a store and you're like, I, I can't listen to this music. Mm-hmm. And you just know, well, that store is not for me. And then yeah. kids are going in like they love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. You're being you're tricks. being manipulated. Well, you're being manipulated. It, it, old sales tactics, all of it. Right. Right. The that's problem is like is. it's getting scarier now because it's on it's in your phones and computer. Like right. so it's you used to have to go somewhere to enjoy that. I think you're going to miss the days of going to a mall and being manipulated. Like I, you're, you know, you see an old man, like it's an old trick and yeah, you know, 
that's a uh, dim lighting and whatever is that's how you move merchandise. <laughs> Frank <laughs> or not uh, Seinfeld. Yeah, Morty, Morty Seinfeld. <clears throat> Morty's that what he's the say? raincoats. Yeah. Yeah, it was dim My lighting. stories are what sell this yeah. merchandise. No, and oh, that's what Peterman that, said, yeah. That's what Peterman says, and then he says cheap fabric and yeah. Cheap yeah. fabric and dim, dim lighting. <laughs> hey, move fur- have that's you how you move merchandise. merchandise. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> hey, how you move merchandise? <laughs> mm-hmm. The uh, the Jasper Mall documentary it, it showed a mall Santa, and it uh, you know kind of showed him, and I thought he did a good job. He did a good job. Um, I, you like how serious it takes. I like seeing them backstage. I do too. They did good shooting it in the. It's a very. I mean, towards the end, I was kind of, we kind of kept moving along. We're like, all right, I, I'm kind of, but it's like, it's watching the Santa get ready in a very nice, quiet thing. It's kind of, you get, it's entrancing, entrancing. It is, yeah. but they show the guy with the shirt off. No? That works. Yeah, that worked? Yeah. Entrancing or trancing? Entrancing. I mean, I've never heard entrancing used like that. <laughs> it puts you in a trance. Put you in a trance. There you go. Entrancing is a word. Hey. Entrancing. <laughs> All right. Pying one. <laughs> uh, so I looked up how much mall Santas make. Yeah. Um, do you guys think they make a lot, a little? If they're, I, they can't make a lot. It can't be a full-time my job unless is, you're crushing it. Oh, I think some people, my guess is there are people that they're, they're just seasonal workers. They're Santas. And then that's kind of yeah. the job. I was thinking a, a little more, maybe $10 an hour, a little more than minimum wage. Yeah. I'll say 12. The median pay for a mall Santa is $30 per hour. Wow. Whoa. But those at the top of the sale can earn more than one hundred dollars per hour. Most small Santas make somewhere between five thousand and fifteen thousand dollars for six weeks of work. The cream of the crop can make twenty thousand or more. Wow! I mean, just you have a big year. I mean, imagine that you're probably retired, you're making money. And I think there's a big difference between some some small Santas. They just got the fake beard and all that. Yeah. And some guys look like if you have a real beard. I mean, I think Santa. you move to the top. Yeah, you're you're so. just gigantic at the top because you have to be committed to that basically all year. Right. Yeah. And so you look like Santa all year and everybody's going, you look like Santa all year long. Yep. And you're like, I know. You're committed. Yeah, you're like, <clears throat> make some pretty good coin on this. And But imagine that you just work for six weeks, 20 grand, out. Yeah, especially if you're retired. That's Re- great. Yeah, you're retired. Yeah, I mean, you're just like, yeah, throw some money, you get that fun, you go to, to get to the mall. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Uh, we're about to have to wrap up. Is there any more fun facts? Uh, not fun. I was going for some like crime. Any, yeah. Um, just some crime stories. About that sounds fun. Yeah. You want to hear fun. those? Yeah. Is there future? Any like the future is not good. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're not going to be around much longer. It's, it's, yeah. Which I always look up the feet. Like I always like to look up the future of something mm-hmm. and it's funny that malls there. Yeah, there's not, I did look <clears> it up. It's, it doesn't look good. Kids used to gather at malls. You know, that was the hangout. Now they can find each other, you know, online without having to do that. Online shopping's a big thing. Yeah. Used to be a status symbol to go to the mall, but now people want to do selfies places other than malls. Yeah. So a lot of just technologies. You're going to need to do outdoor malls, probably seasonal malls. Yep. You're going to have to make them events. Mm-hmm. Yes. And attractions have to be connected yeah. to them. Yeah. I think what's still appealing about a mall is there's no other place in American life where there's just a cross section of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't think of another place where you go and you just see people all different, you know, Cultures, wealth levels, yeah. races, everybody's just around. So I think that's still appealing about it, you know? Yeah. But now, I mean, no one's there now, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of them are getting but, dangerous. I mean, there was, there was a mall in, I thought Memphis was called Murder Mall. 
Look up Murder Mall. Murder Mall. And Memphis. I think it was like known as like gangs would be there. And uh, no, I, I mean, some malls were crazy. I mean, the largest mall in Tennessee is Westtown Mall in Knoxville. Mall of Murder. Mall of Murder. Sorry. Okay. Uh, your, eight, your late 80s and early 90s, several, uh, several deadly shootings and rash of robberies occurred on are near the mall's parking lots. These events led to the mall of Memphis developing a reputation for being unsafe and being nicknamed the mall of murder. Uh, wow. So that, I mean, that hurts. <laughs> Number of anchor tenants, three. They had three anchor tenants. Yeah. Uh, what's another crime? Oh, a crime? Well, the, there was one, a serial killer in Boca. Raton? Yeah, Boca Raton, Florida. Del Boca Vista? Yeah, Del Boca Vista. <laughs> Uh, in 2007, uh, a 52-year-old woman was kidnapped and murdered. That was in March. In August, another woman and her son were kidnapped and tied, found in their car, but left alive. And then in December of that year, a woman and her 7-year-old daughter were also kidnapped and later found bound and killed. And yeah. All in the same year at this place. And they, 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 No one has yet to be arrested for that. Oh, still. Still on the loose. They, She said they, the one people who live, they said they... The person blindfolded her, and yeah, and uh, so they're still looking for that. That same year, a 19 year old shot and killed eight people and wounded four others at a mall in Omaha, Nebraska, West Rhodes Mall, before killing himself. What year was that? 2007. Wow, I uh, don't even remember that. That's kind of sad. Is there a uh, I mean, is there a, just a lighter note to get <laughs> off on? I mean, I, I, I it's funny, like the crime, we should have gotten that earlier, yeah, but you think like crime's gonna. You know, I think sometimes I, I wish I like them. I want yeah. those stories too. Uh-huh. But I think it's going to be like some, this guy tried to have a fake store in there. You're like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> and it's like, it's, uh, it's, a it's just going animal. four people. Guy was a uh, family was tied up in their uh, truck of their car and they were luckily found. <laughs> and uh, they both lived. And uh, yeah, pretty crazy. You're like, wow. You're like, who did it? Still don't know. Still don't know who did it. He's still out there. Uh, <laughs> he's probably listening. Oh, he's probably listening. He's gone. Right, still make it. This is this was what helped all he needed to get back going again. Escalators. Escalators were malls. Were one of the first places escalators were put in. Wow. You know, Las Vegas was the first. I saw an escalator outside, and I was blown away. Hmm. Out, outdoors. An outside escalator. I don't know if I've seen it. Maybe I have. But at an airport, they yeah. probably have. Now, once you see it, you can realize, yeah, it's not as crazy. But I, I remember thinking, like, wow, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember going to Las Vegas. It's like, they have escalators. They're just outside. That's And, I, like, you're like, yeah. I don't and you know how to wrap my head around it. It could get rained on? It can get rained on. Yeah. yeah. Must wow. be waterproof. I tell you the one thing I'm snobby about yeah. is I walk up and down escalators. Oh, yeah? You don't yeah. just ride them? No, I think they're meant to be. I think that's the whole point is that they're meant to be walked up like stairs. If you're holding a bag or suitcase or something, I get it. But if you're just walking, like at a mall, I'll walk up and down them. I don't think so, because they have stairs also. So That's in case the escalators break, you know? Well, then, as Mitch Hedberg said, they just become <laughs> stairs. So they can't... <clears throat> it's. I don't think so, because they have regular stairs. So if you want to go walk, then go use the regular stairs. Versus, <clears throat> like a moving sidewalk? Yeah. That is meant to walk on at an airport because that's meant to just speed up your walk because it's a long way to walk. I think it's to meant walk. to speed up your stair walking. I think that's the intent. I, I, don't, I don't think it is. I just, most small escalators aren't that long because it's just usually you're going to the next floor. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting right. off. Yeah. 
So you think that's more of a reason to walk it? I think so. Yeah. I could see maybe it was a really long one, like you see at the airport or yeah. some places. But like Atlanta's airport's got enormous ones. But those are, you ain't going to walk those because those are, it's so long. No one's walking. It's just it. so funny to me. You'll see people walking super fast at an airport and then they get to the escalator yeah. and they just stop. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you can if just no one's keep in front walking. of you, I would say keep going. But yeah. I think the general rule is there. Yeah. It's a, it's a ride. Okay. And then, you know, so. All right. I mean, uh, all right. Well, that's. Do we have anything else? That's it. We did it. I think that's it. That's it. Support your local mall. Support your. Go to your local malls, man. Mm-hmm. You know they are regular people. They are just regular people stores. There's yeah. not. I think people can think two malls are a chain. It's, right. And they think that <clears throat> these 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 guys just start these stores. It is no different than a store being on a corner of a street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to your malls. Buy some stuff. Some fun stuff in a mall. You get a t-shirt with a wolf on it. Where are you going to get that? You're going to get it at a mall. Uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, leave in the comments. Uh, I got two more dates for the one night only tour. Drive-in dates. San Diego and Anaheim, December 5 and 6. You can go check that out. Do y'all have anything? I'm headlining the Stardome this Thursday night in Ooh. Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. So that's tomorrow. That's I got tomorrow. a good mall there. What's that? They got a good mall there. They got yeah. a great mall there. The Galleria yeah. there yeah. in Hoover. Yeah. And then O'Fallon, Missouri. I'm headlining Backdoor Comedy Club right outside St. Louis. Wow. We're just there. We're just there. They're on the drive-in tour, so go see that. Yeah, I got nothing. Wide open. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys. Listen, leave your comments, all that stuff. Truly, we love you very much. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, we'll talk to you soon, folks. Folks, might Bye, be folks. the thing. We'll folks. find out. We'll see you on Instagram. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Nate Land Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And please remember to leave us a rating or a comment. Nate Land is produced by me, Nate Bargetzi, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Consulting in partnership with Center Street Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.